Nope, I muted my microphone again. There we go. Hello, guys. How is everyone doing in the chat? Who else is excited to have all their dreams come true in one episode? I know I am. <laughs> this episode had so much different direction before we watched it. Like, we were going to talk about a lot of stuff tonight. It's over. We're only here to talk about how strong. I'm sorry. I know I mean, you. Don't this is have how an strong stream. I have an opinion. I have one of my th my theories about Larry's the club that came true, and there was only one theory. What was um, your theory about Laris? That he exists? Yeah. No, that they were going to make him hot. <laughs> I mean, he's like. Oh, that's not Dan a theory. That's a theory. Yeah, <laughs> he's like sexy weird guy hot. Yeah. Did you guys not see yeah. San Rixian literally thirsting over him for months on Twitter? She was drawing yeah, was hat like, Laris, except it looked like a guy out of Greece. Well, I knew that they were... So, when... The foreshadowing was... I've been watching this documentary about British culture called Love Island. And... <laughs> Chloe's about to leave. Hi, every, uh, are we live? Yeah, yeah we're yeah, live. So, yeah, 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 I think yeah. I should probably introduce what we're doing so, here. Yeah, I was like, we should probably tell... Before we get to the been... Love Island tangent. Hang yes, on, Eliana. Yes. Let's, let's put a top on that one for a second. <laughs> <laughs> Hi guys, how's it going? I am Joe Magician, and this is the episode three um, after show. I don't know. It's like a, a jubilee celebration. I'm not sure what the right word is. We'll find it. It's um, it's after it's party. Good. Yeah, it's the yeah. after birth party. Oh, uh, raising the roof just really dated me. Shit. All right. <laughs> what? Oh, join me. Of course, are the incredible Chloe and Eliana of Girls Gone Canon. Hello, guys. Hello. 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 Hey, thanks for having Ooh. us. Um, this is Eliana. I'm Chloe. I got them backwards. I just want you to know it looks backwards. <laughs> oh, I'm going to fix oh my that. God, I didn't even think about it. I that. didn't know which side you were sitting on, so I guess that Chloe would be no. on that side. It's okay. Should we switch? I'll switch. It. Very... Don't, don't worry about oh, it. Oh, oh. Can oh you my, switch? Oh, my, oh my God. God. Oh, look, it's our ship name. Aww. Oh, Chloeana. There we go. Oh, you guys you. have become. Yeah, so we, um, we, we miss you. We're so happy to be here. <gasps> See, this person said Love Island is a great study in English culture. That is true. It really is, though. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't studied it like you have. Oh, I should show you. Uh, we do a little sketch show every week. We call it Girls Gone Canon, a little skit. A lot of we voices. Out. Oh, God, a lot of voices. Every Friday. Dr. Magician has been on it himself before. Uh, it's about a song of ice and fire. We do POV by POV. Right now we're on Brandon Stark, yes. my child. And uh, we're also doing Hot D. We get the D out every every Tuesday morning. You can hear the D as well. So thanks for inviting us. You can look us up everywhere on the main podcast providers. Girls Gone Canon, C-A-N-O-N. You get that Hot D, yeah. We we do have we, the hot. We also that. did we did recently just because we're very proud of this, um, and also sad. Finish a story. It was not a song of ice and fire related, but we do cover other works of fiction, um, and we did finally finish our historic materials. Oh, I know that hello. Read this yeah, right. I, I read the whole thing. Read this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We yeah. talked about it before, and um, we have also covered like other like Madeline Miller's books and stuff over on, but you know, yeah. You're stronger yeah. than I have. My uh, Dying of the Light read through, which Eliana came on for, is still pending because I have not gotten to the last really? episode yet. Oh my gosh. No. Wait, have, you, have you finished reading it? Oh yeah, least? I know have it happened. Okay. I have an outline. Remember... Me and Lady Gwyn were like, we're going to record this. And then House yeah. of the Dragon slapped us across the face like uh, 
like a hot D. Like a hot D. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Just um, oh, <laughs> oh a lot no! Of pork in the face in this episode. Oh, no. yeah. <laughs> it was a yeah. it was there was a lot going on in this episode. Um, before we get going, I guess uh, also thank you to from the super chat, Good Queen Allison. What is oh she? Oh my god, she's here! Oh my god! Did she not watch serious. the previous episodes where I hated on her? But uh, anyway, she's here. I know. Did we not shit. I have to leave. <laughs> Matt, I mean, this is Doctor Professor. This has been such a great collaboration, but I gotta go. Well, I'm sorry, guys. I know there was a lot of shit this episode. She she was actually yeah. Good Queen Allison was Good Queen Allison this time. She was doing she was doing good work this time. Thank you for the ten dollars, uh, Joseph Newhouse with a spooky cat and a for and a dollar. Thank you for the spooky cat. Mm -hmm. uh, the happy masquerader with his <laughs> Matt Smith uh, Alice Zhang. Um, picture you know the one i'm talking about chloe the yeah. one with him looking up into the sky i love that one yeah. uh five dollars personally felt this episode was a slight step down hello <laughs> absolutely not sir sir Is that it's at least stones? you paid for oh step stones maybe it's like a pun but oh. even if they do think it's a step down at least they paid for that is it maybe because matt smith had no lines and he still kicked so much ass oh my god i don't think he said a oh word did he my poor little baby meow meow. I know like Krogos did it, but maybe that he didn't, and that was no. maybe it was the budget. I think the maybe was, I think he grunted a few times, and that was it. Yeah. He grunted, and then like he no, I mean that was literally the point though. The point was that he didn't have any lines, and he still was able to command that entire episode and hold it down as like the protagonist of Hot D. He was the god of war in this one. Like, did so he not sorry. say anything when he was on Caraxes? No. no, he just got he got off and walked. Oh, it, did he say anything when he walked up? I don't think so. I'm wondering if he like even said Dracarys or anything. No, just Lainor. He just yelled in pain. Mm -hmm. That's Matt Smith for you. Mm -hmm. Any other part of it? I hope Rhaenyra isn't just the angry one for the entire show. I got bad news for no. you. Rhaenyra's going to get angrier. <laughs> um, this is a good one for you specifically. Oh. How you 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 are pretty you know open to fire and blood discussion in your you know you're very open to spoilers. So this is not we're just allowed to say things, right? Sure. Freedom of, of fire and blood speech and all. I don't know if it is because I asked him before. He's like, I don't know. I guess you can. I didn't make up he the rules. Eliana's sure. like, I need I need boundaries, and I was like, I don't got them. We make our boundaries. You know, we uh, unfortunately don't care. So we just talk about fire and blood. Cause I mean, this shit happened. Everybody's like, who dies? And I'm like, all of them because of history. Yes, also like true. historically speaking, every single one of these mother flickers are dying. Except the, you know? well, even the boar died. That was a shame. Even the boar. Yeah. Except for, no, the deer didn't. The no, the, the white heart. Or I as it's a, the same deer. I think it's, it's blood raven. Same, that it's was the blood same raven. Deer. Oh, I was going to say it's the same deer as the horse in Aria and the bells. Oh my God. It's. You guys made fun Animorphs. of that. Everyone in the world made fun Animorphs. of that. But yeah, the white heart is brilliant. Listen, listen. Oh my god, I don't own an Animorph book, but I think I need to get one now because we're there. <laughs> that can be your next read through. Oh, your Animorphs. next series to not finish. I'm gonna finish that one. I swear. Dude, I talk about dying of the light. Thanks to you now, I talk about dying of the light all the time on the. The funniest thing about that was I was like, Eliana, read this, read this chapter, and then you read the whole book. <laughs> 
Well, I thought I misunderstood. Okay. See, see, miscommunications happen. This is normal. This is fine. There are two types of friends in like podcasting friendships because you came to me and I was like, no, that's not happening, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just not even going to try because I won't. And she was like, I'll just read all of it for both of us. She read the whole thing. (laughs) It's just like, oh, are we not doing the whole book? No, Eliana. A chapter. I'm like I'm like Rhaenyra, right? You know, oh. go all the way. Yeah, all read, the way. reads the book. Was dying of the light your yeah. great heart? The white heart that came to you. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't know because I don't understand how this metaphor would function. <laughs> <laughs> it marked you as the chosen one. That's obviously what happened. Oh, the chosen you know, one of dying of the I light. Guess we should talk about what it all meant. I guess I, so. I, I, I just want to go back to the Godswood and Rhaenyra getting oh. like serenaded at the front, like about Nymeria, right? That song was about Nymeria, mm-hmm. about her burning yeah. her ships and, you know, not looking back. And I loved that. And that she, you know, was keeping around some gentlemen to sing to her. Good for you, Rhaenyra. A guy named Dandelion, perhaps. He, mm-hmm. he was dressed exactly like him. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. That's what I was thinking. We got a lot of like deep cuts. Someone in the chat just yeah. said uh Black Swan. Yeah, that yeah. was oh. me and Eliana were on the couch going like, oh my god, it's Black Swan. <laughs> name drops. There's another there's another name drop. We're like, oh my gosh. <sighs> deep cuts, deep cuts. I was like, Ryan Condal is for the people, and we're the people. Yeah. He he made all the our dreams come true. It was uh I thought that was such an, a perfect like medieval like um that that's the kind of scene you would see in a modern drama of like a teenager who's really upset so they went off to their room and they put on loud music and they were reading except it's for Nira so she did it underneath a weirwood with a bard reading history it's like yeah. all right i see what you're doing here that was just a modern scene but just way yeah. made way more fantasy i thought that was awesome yeah, I think that's what's kind of nice about, you know, um, they're really leaning into the, the whole soap opera slash personal conflict aspect. A lot of it is relatable, right? It's like, mm. actually, you don't understand me, dad. Literally happened. And he's all like, teenage girls. <laughs> uh, but, and then there's a war. Yeah, then there's the war <laughs> that the may war. or may not be because of him. <laughs> Lionel Shong's like, what are girls? I don't know how to deal with them. I have my two hot sons. <laughs> He actually does. Embrace them while you can, Lionel. Lionel's an MVP. Lionel. I was actually surprised with his role. Like, Mm. you can see when the command hits to, you know, maybe ruin Hall for what, the bajillionth time. Like, you can see when that happens and who it could come from, possibly. There's many people it could come from, but you could see why, because Lionel is actually playing the game better than Otto, Yeah. right? Like, last episode, he was very honest. He's like, your grace, Lena is who you should go with. If you don't, okay, yeah. that's fine. This episode, he's like, no, 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 no. I'm going to marry her to the other one, because then she'll still want to bang my son. Dude, Lionel's <laughs> the only one doing his job. This That's true. He's the only-, only person doing his job. Yeah. I did think it was funny that Harwin literally gave her like one of these and went like, <laughs> as she walked when by, I was like, with the blood all over her. Yeah. He was like, Ooh, he was like, Ooh yeah. hello. It is, he's it like, is his, type, step yeah. on his blood rider. Yeah. Yes. Oh. Got there. Oh. Got there. I, I do love that. Like, yeah. that was... We have to hold back because there's so much how strong to talk about. I know. It, it will be the entire time. I think I should because also go through outfits, Super Chats. It, like, their outfits. 
I know, you know they're so good. His, his navy blue with the sigil, and oh, he outfits. was looking an entree, not a snack. No, no, no. He was. I'm talking an entree. I, I could see it. There was a lot of good looks being served throughout this entire episode. Larry's, I'm like, give me that club. You know what? I'll the, take it. the Strongs were peacocking. Okay, they were peacocking out yeah. there. They were there and for Rhaenyra. Well. Harwin to horny jail, me to horny did you, did jail. Did you not see the peacocks? Was there actually the peacocks? peacocks? There were actual peacocks yeah. in this episode. Also, I mean, also, also, obviously, all the dogs, right? Like my partner. So many doggos. There's a pug. Was, uh, the pug. My partner was watching somewhere else and was like, "Pugs are canon." And, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Like companions yeah. from the Reach came to attend her though in court. Like that's what would have happened. Like we had red vines, yes, we had yes. jaws. Like that. Holy world building Batman. <laughs> and then, what? I like that they brought in the Red Vines because we started the last episode off, right? Discussing the death of Ryan Redwines. So oh. They kept, they kept all of that. I was like, oh, continuity. We're really doing the whole world building here. And I, I like, mean, I I like your hand motion for a world building. World I'm just building. making worlds over here. <laughs> yeah, but, but I mean, it makes sense, right? Because so many of these houses are going to be, I'm just going to spoil it. You all know there's a war. All right. There's going to be a Tales <laughs> of the Dragons. There's going to be a war. And all of these houses are going to be roped in. So. Yeah. My my vague references in my videos to a Dance of the Dragons means nothing. Nobody knows what's coming. <laughs> Nobody knows what those mean. Dance of the Dragons. They yes. are just quote unquote dancing. They're just dosy doing. <laughs> They're just having a good time. Also, oh my god. San Rixian tried to go magician. Oh. That was great. Yes, thank that you. was really good. That's the real Can people in the chat make the lyrics out of that? Thank you. Um, <laughs> Cotton Eye Joe Magician. I am wondering, like, I'm really loving the world building, the things they're doing, the little foreshadowing we mm -hmm. got throughout the episode mm. of what's to come and who's to come and who's to come and who. Um, who's to come and who? Exactly. Whoa. Keep up. Keep Whoa. up because they'll have to keep it up. But. Um, I was really excited about all of that kind of foreshadowing and seeing the politicking, even though obviously Viserys was like, I don't like the politics of this entire episode, even though that's my job. I thought it was fascinating. Also, uh, speaking of the politics and the foreshadowing that Jason Lannister was like, hey, I'll just marry you, Rhaenyra, knowing that that would, if Rhaenyra ever decides to push her claim in a war, let's say, let's say. Jason would, would be on the side of Rhaenyra fighting against everyone else? Or would he force her not to? Would he just like lock her in a room in Casterly Rock? Jason, I don't think, thought that through. And I think we're supposed to know that because he was drunk the entire time. He was, I was, he was pulling um, a Tyrion. Watching the, the, the Lannister boys back and forth was crazy because it was oh kind of like you had to pay attention there. Felt so bad for Tylen. <laughs> yeah. Is Tylen the good one? He's the one that, who's also trying to do his job. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, because Jason's the asshole, right? And Tylen's... Yeah. But, like, Tylen's the one that ends up... Bad news. And um, I'm redacted. Redacted, redacted, redacted. Spoilers, Tywin. Jeez. Jesus, I'm so sorry for you, Tylen. I've never felt bad for a Lannister except for, like, Cersei or maybe Tyrion. Okay, so wait oh, a yeah, second. Right. Wait, which one's... Yeah. Okay. <laughs> You're running out of Lannisters, <laughs> Chloe. Tylen goes... Yeah, Tylen does his duty. Tyland is kind of, there is the Tyrion Are you saying like, his duty is not making a cool spear and giving it to the king in exchange for his daughter in an extremely gross exchange of uh, goods for humans? 
I would like to segue because that is a lot (laughs) into the super chat we just got from the happy masquerader. Can't believe Blood Raven skin changed back in time to kill Rhaenyra and prevent the dance, except it should have been Otto. Kill Otto? Oh. Kill Otto. Kill Otto. Oh, yeah. I mean, because Allison defended her a lot of the episode. Yeah, I'm sure the she entire was like, time. no, you just need to lie better, Viserys. Like, lie to your daughter better. But, like, also, like, what else was she going to suggest? That's what her dad does to her. Shit. There's a lot of manipulation there, but at least it was, like, coming from a good place, I guess. Like, Alicent is kind of in... I don't even know. Do you think she's in, like, denial about how Aegon and Rhaenyra are totally going to go to war one day? I think she was at the beginning of the episode, but I think she understands the truth of it all. Like, I mean, the fact that her dad had to... So, like, Otto, world's biggest flip-flopper in Westeros, is like, I know Precedent you just said Rhaenyra was the heir, but then you fucked Viserys, and you got Prego, and now you have a son, so it turns out now your son's the heir because that really rocks for us. <laughs> um, which was, like, the theme of the episode, right? The theme was, like... It really rocks that things change. change and like, I in know our we favor, said yeah. this thing was legal, but now it's not because why not? Things change. Things do change. Things change. They change so much. It, 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 was, Kill Otto. it was pretty great to hear Otto on the record just straight up go like, it, it's good for us. Like, blah, 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 laws. Good for us. Good for me. This is what I care about. Good for whom? I mean, but in the really, really long run. Mm-hmm. It's bad for him. Oh, it, it, it goes very bad for Sir Otto. I also thought it was interesting that uh, Sir or Lord Hobart, 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 Hobart. I think it's Hobart. Hobart yeah. That he just... was pressuring, um, he was pressuring Otto to make sure to get Aegon on the throne. I had sort of suspected that was the case. That Hightower, the Hightower in Old Town, was always pushing for Aegon. But I sort of got the impression from Fire and Blood they sort of went like. You guys are going to war? What the hell? All right, I guess we'll join now. We've had like 5,000 years of not going to war, but I guess it's now. <laughs> and in this one, they're like, Otto, c- come on. We're ready. Go. Push the kid. There was something interesting at the end of the dance I noticed because I've been rereading Fire and Blood. And something interesting was this line about like how the high towers could raise an army out of the streets, out of anywhere. Like, that they are able to just raise armies economically, hmm. everything. Probably because of that, right? Like, because hmm. of being able to persevere and hold back and kind of slowly stagger what they give. But they straight up say they could pull an army. You know, that that loyalty is very important. So I think, like, it's yeah. interesting that Otto's acting like a real poor man. Hmm. So there was, like, a, an interesting um, analysis from our friend Stanford Fraser's new... new podcast hot pod express and okay they were talking about allison's dress in episode two and how it was like you know she's not really changing her dress and granted you know circumstances have obviously changed this episode now she's got multiple dresses congrats but how the high towers are of course like powerful um and you know wealthy but they're not like Tyrell rich they're not Lannister rich right like they're not as as wealthy and therefore they would have had like I think less money for her to buy as many dresses and if she went to the tailor right that would set off alarm bells like what what are you getting all these fancy ass dresses for Mm. so I guess maybe that shows you know the high towers are indeed you know they are still kind of climbing right um so they're Mm -hmm. not 
and and that gives us a sense of the kind of wealth that they have well growing strong Hobart. but need to grow stronger hobert has the money otto doesn't have shit otto yeah. otto only has a salary from being hand of the king so yeah it, it would actually it kind of makes a little bit of sense that like yeah. They're they're they have to sort of pretend to be as rich as his brother, but he's really not. And you kind of saw that dynamic between them, where it was kind of like Viserys and Damon from Hobart to Otto, just like trying to just like needling the young the younger brother about you, you got stuff you need to do. Like I want you shape up, Otto. One day you'll get on my level, the Lord of the High Tower. Mm. Yeah, that's a great echo of like that resentment that we see some of what Damon kind of goes through, right? with his brother in the same episode. Like we see it later when he gets that letter from Viserys and he's actually straight up like his brother finally notices him. Senpai <laughs> notices him and he's like, he's sitting there and he's like, this is great, but I'm still fucking pissed. Cause I could have just done this the whole time. I could have done it myself yeah. the whole time. I could have just done it. Now he decides that he likes me and he's setting 2000 men. Damn it. Viserys. And yes. then he goes and kills him and, you know, does the whole thing. Like he was always capable. It's just, he wanted his brother to notice him. Yeah, he was just biding and waiting that time. But um, yeah, and even we even too. get like another brother. There was a lot of brothers. I think that maybe that was something that's supposed to be a motif this episode, right? You get Lionel and, and Harwin. You have Tylen and whoa, Jason. whoa, whoa, whoa. You... Harwin and Laris. Eliana. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Fake, fake Laris fan. Fake strong wow. fan. Chat sorry. boo her. I'm not, I'm, boo I'm her for being a fake I'm strong a fan. Right. I should just pick her up. <laughs> yeah, just throw me out. Just it's it's out. time to go to bed. It's, it is. Good night, um, So, yeah, you have uh, Laris and Harwin, right? You have Tyler sure and do. Jason. And Jason. Yeah, I'm now thrown off. But you also get Vayman this episode, right? That's true. Yeah. Oh, brothers. Yes, brothers. It's a good change brothers. to make him a brother instead of a cousin, I think. I think it, it works a lot, a lot better. Yeah. Yeah, it just makes you give a shit more because I'm like, I got a lot of cousins, dude. Brothers. <laughs> Vayman, though. Rip to your tongue, but. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's totally coming for him one day. Um, you know, in what was it? Episode one? Maybe it was two. One of the, the other two episodes we've gotten so far mm -hmm. for the old public. There was that line that Viserys said, if you rip someone's tongue out, you're just, you know, stifling those rumors, like showing that you have something to hide. Uh -oh. And I loved that he said that. Like, I was like, that's a no pun intended deep cut because later. That shit's getting ripped out. I also, I also love that uh, Viserys was like, "I'm gonna help Damon. I'm gonna send these troops down. We're gonna win this war. We're gonna win it for Restoros." And in the letter, he says, "Like, all right, you failed, but I'm here to help. So, like, this, this should, this is good, right? You're, you're, you're happy that I am, t <laughs> that you, the failure, Damon. I am coming to the rescue." It's like, yeah, like, come on, Viserys, what are you doing? <laughs> like, go through a few drafts before you send that tweet. Yeah, yeah. And also, so, Chloe, I can't read this. My eyes are I'm looking. Me. Hold on. I'm using my eyes for you. Someone, what are we looking we at? Cannot, we cannot read. We can't tell on name. our screen. It just... says, how does Damon not have grayscale now? And I was yelling that as the, the whole episode time. was ending. I was like, Viserys has lost his fucking fingers, right? Because he's holding shit all the goddamn time with his infected ass hands. He's like with putting his open, hand in poop. With open wounds and he's lifting it to his face. No wonder that man is sick, right? <laughs> and then, yeah, Damon is out here. I'm like, you are vulnerable, sir. Yeah, Damon's You're just vulnerable. like covered in fucking grayscale blood. And like, also, 
that's fine. But I mean, my husband pointed out that's Targaryen exceptionalism. Oh yeah, baby. that's what's that's up. Targaryen exceptionalism. Can they Don't get grayscale? I don't think so. Fever and like I said, fever, everything but... except hygiene, everything except soap. That's the exceptionalism, apparently. Targaryen exceptionalism. Do you think he actually so. can get grayscale? I wonder if that's like one of George's superpowers for the family. Mm. They I deserve mean, a couple things since they all like die of prophecy and shit. <laughs> I, I don't know. I guess like they. It, this is a show. This is a mm-hmm. show fabrication or whatever, so that okay. can help explain it. But I am also like, where? Why does no one? If you're gonna like hold shit, wear some gloves. Change your gloves afterwards. If you're gonna hold, if you're gonna hold the man with grayscale, you know, or part of him, like his yeah. top half. I, I don't that... know if you're gonna hold any part with a grayscale. Don't use your bare hands. Hold like a gauntlet or something. My God. <laughs> Think ahead, <laughs> Damon. Before you charge in there to kill the crab feeder, have a plan. All right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's not so hard to. I don't know. I don't think that's so much to ask. But he did have a plan. I think that was really clear. Yeah. Like as you get to the actual like battle, I love the way the episode was blocked. Right. That we start off with stepstones mm-hmm. again. Gross. Game of Thronesy, gory, you know, sure. good stuff, and then we go into the politicking and the hunt and the metaphors, and then we skip past that, get back at the end to the stepstones. I thought that was very clever. I enjoyed the way that was done. Um, I don't know. I really enjoyed the way that was done. The way we came back to it and the silentness again, going back to uh, Matt Smith not speaking at all and just like being able to convey all that wordlessly. Yeah, mm. that's powerful. He did run. He pulled a Doctor Who he there. He didn't use his dragon. He just he ran yeah, so was, much. Yo, that was the most Doctor Who series five shit like that I've ever seen. It was just Matt Smith losing his crap across the screen. You don't get this joke because you didn't watch it. Cl- yeah. Eliana, why haven't you watched Doctor Who? I'm gonna There's so many seasons. She's no, no, like, no ignore I'm gonna most make her of them. It's fine. Watched, like, I'm gonna I make her like, two episodes. We're just I gonna move forward. I'm gonna give her the Matt Smith and I'm treatment. Just, like, Did you show her Blink at least? No, no. But I watched the episode with the the, the thin skinned lady, literally the thin Cassandra. Skin, yeah, and now I was like, you went for Eccleston. Eccleston. She started with Eccleston. Okay, but she showed it. All right. I just thought she'd watch more than three episodes. Is my whole thing, and she watched two. We know Eliana. Allegedly. But I'm going to make her watch series five just because of that. I because, have a lot like, of Love Island to it watch. Was... All right. Oh, my God. <laughs> but Matt Smith, like, tumbling across the oh, screen. Yeah. Or somebody. Somebody tumbling. Just, like, <laughs> ass over. App- yeah, it wasn't always him. Obviously, stunts. But, like, ass over apple cart. Mm-hmm. You know, just like, boop, 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 boop. It was great. Um, I actually cried out in dismay. So for those of you that don't know my journey. I'm going to share, hold my hand. This is a very important thing for me, Aliana. I'm going to share my journey as a Daemon Targaryen lover that I wasn't always a Daemon Targaryen lover. What? Um, I was a noted Daemon Targaryen She went over fast, first episode. (laughs) I went over very fast. It's over. You love hard, Chloe. I don't know if it's Matt or if it's Daemon, but it's Matt Daemon. I love him. I love that poor baby Meow Meow. I want to give him my life. So he didn't. Nothing wrong. Even when he killed or tried to kill the, the fucking messenger. Look at what you've done. Watch Dr. Who. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet Melissa gets Thank it. you. Gets Thank it. you, sweet Melissa, for the $5 and trying to get Eliana to broaden her horizons. Yeah. We're going to make her watch at least season five, episode one, two, and three, or at least one and two of Dr. Who, probably of New Who, I think, while she's here. 
good. Especially because mm-hmm. uh, that showrunner's coming back, Eliana. So if you like it, it's go- it's coming back now. Russell well, T. There Davies. You there you go. Maybe. It'd, be, um, it'd be like if Dan... No, I'm not going to make that joke because people will just hate me. Um, <laughs> not, not, I'm not going to go there. Um, so I, I guess we should talk about, like, I don't know, the things I lost my mind about. Oh, another super chat. Like Micah Clark. Things. Hello. Uh, hey, Micah. I do love I do love that idea of the weeper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you had um Christina I, I'm sorry, I forgot the last name, um, call out earlier in this chat of how uh you know wonderful acting from Crab Feeder's actor, who also uh is completely nonverbal in their acting mm. as well, right? Like in the in, uh, just like Matt Smith's uh, Damon, so both of our leaders. Yeah. and True. Vayman talking for everybody. Said, Christina Kiedel said also that you could see how sick he was, right? Yeah. How much grace he oh, was yeah. over his life. He was like which one day away. Which also is the idea of the series, though. That's yeah. what's happening with the series. Like, oh. the whole episode, I was so taken oh. by how he was in so much pain emotionally, physically, that the only way he could exist was to keep pounding wine. Mm-hmm. Like, we saw him. Allison yeah. came to his chamber. She's like, how you feel? And he's like, the gods gave me a hangover, Allison. It's <laughs> going great. But, like, no, you gave yourself that hangover because you drank so much. Like, you could barely, I mean, I get it. Like, you could barely move as it is. But, like, he drank so much just mm. to exist, to be there. And that's how you could see the crab beater's character also kind of form. Mm. Oh, interesting. And people, uh, people are putting out theories that they wondered if Viserys has grayscale. Uh, I think he's. I think he's just getting bad treatment. But it would, it is a good parallel with his um, the wound on his hand, the wound on his back. Apparently, everything he gets just kind of festers over his body. The um, mm-hmm. yeah, that is a good parallel. So, are you saying that Damon killed Viserys? Is that why he charged in there and cut him in half? Did he see his brother? Settle down, Munkin. Settle down over there with your false histories. What is this? <laughs> yeah. um, he loves his brother. He loves his brother. Damon would he never did all, do that. He did all of this just to get his brother's attention. Yeah. All did of we this. even pay attention in the last no. episode? What happened? Was it good? <laughs> it was actually pretty funny. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> Shut up, nerd. Leave us alone. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't, I don't, um, I, don't okay, I can't, can't watch these. For longer. Okay. We need to stop. And talk about sea smoke because if we oh, yeah. don't talk about sea smoke, San Rixian will lose her mind. She's literally vibrating um, over there. She is going I'm to cause vibrating. an earthquake. Oh my god! The ridges, though, the like the the black gray mm. ridges, and then the pink cells in the wings, right? Those beautiful that blush, and then the gray and the blue. Holy crap! That, that was, was amazing. And Leaner was all like Dracaris, and is that what he was amazing. saying? I couldn't catch it. He was oh, yelling. We, we have subtitles. Subtitles. Oh, okay. Always. Um, but anyway, he was yelling Joffrey at him. He was like, Jacaris! Jacaris! Yeah, 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 I noticed Oh, was I he there? there was, I was like, no. Joffrey was at the war council. He was oh. right by him. His, yeah, yeah, his boyfriend. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And But the subtitles that HBO had on called him Joffrey Valerian. And I'm like, yeah, he, they are married. Good That's, call. That HBO. is true. That yeah, good call. Absolutely married. I also like that Sea Smoke. Um, okay, so everyone's making fun of Caraxes for his big long neck and how he looks a little weird. He's got like he literally looks like a big like flying yeah. snake kind of thing, but they yeah. they really made Sea Smoke look like just the classic dragon, like yeah everything about Maybe him like Aragon yeah yeah it was straight uh, out of like Lord of the Rings or something right like it had uh, well okay so recently I've been looking up a lot of other medieval shows that have dragons and crap just for like gifts and stuff and just for 
you know, I've been thinking about a lot about Dreamfire and I can't wait to see her. Mm. So I've been thinking a lot about these dragons and I like was looking at Aragon. I never read the books when I was younger or watched the show or I the read show, the two movie. Of them, but I was that was literally like half my, more than it. half my life ago. So I don't know. <sighs> and I heard they got bad. Yeah, they are uh, oh, the, the movies. I mean, the VFX was whatever, you know, it was what it was for its time. But, you know, they had these very classical, like, fantasy dragons mm. with their horns and their beards. And oh, I'm a mystical dragon. And that's like, Sea Smoke had a little bit of classic fantasy dragon going on, in my opinion. It was really great. Yeah. It was great. I thought it was an interesting choice to give him the most classically looking dragon. The Targaryens get, like, the weird looking ones. Yeah. Well, we're going to have Sea Smoke for a while. Oh, Sea Smoke yeah. lives for until the Dragon Pit, right? Uh, second Tumble. Oh no, Tumbleton. Oh, yeah. Tumbleton. I'm sorry. I'm a fake fan. Yeah. I've never read these. I was gonna it's say okay. it, but well, I mean, that's my boy. Like whenever he shows up, that's my son. <laughs> um, it was also I. I was also surprised to see Lainor there at all. Um, I thought that was a, a really good choice for his character because. Uh, until he arrives in Fire and Blood to marry Rhaenyra, he d he doesn't have much of a character. He's he literally yeah. just exists in the book in order to kind of just be there to steal the alliance. And this they're showing him in a very different light. You know that he is going to war. That he is apparently yeah. very happy about burning people alive. He was having <laughs> a great time saying Tricaris while he was doing it. A part of the War Council, he's standing up to Vaymond, like um. They are putting a lot of effort into making Lenor, I think, seem very likable to the audience, which yeah, I, I can understand they why they're doing time, that. So. Yeah, they do have limited time, and and it also helps to show him as like a good match for the things that Rhaenyra. Uh, oh yeah, true. Values, right, because like, yeah. in the previous episode, uh, she's looking for, um, and you can see that to an extent as someone who might be a match for her or not, right? But it's she is choosing someone who would be a good king's guard, right? Someone who mm -hmm. can always be around this person of royalty, right? And since, you know, she's not trained in um, warfare, it makes sense for her to be like, oh, Lenor would be a good match with someone who has experienced battle. And of course, that makes for a good, strong-sounding king consort as well. A strong. A strong. Oh, we absolutely. did the same thing, Chloe. Oh, I, didn't we both... that. I didn't even mean that. Was... But not only Mind that, melt. Um, in, in the books, listen. The, book. the books. There's one book, Chloe. Listen, in the books... <laughs> Technically, there's supposed to be two. This is volume one. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate wow. you. Yeah. Wow. Thank you for shutting him down. All of Because <laughs> this Dr. Magician... Um, but in the books... No, I'm all, all making fun of you aside. In the books, uh, he gets knighted. He has to get a knighthood before yeah. he marries Rhaenyra. So this actually straight up expands his character to the point of you can see why he's going to get the knighthood now you can see his mm. bravery you saw him kind of take command take a little bit of control and prove himself as a character which again thank god because he's gone so soon oh not for liner but gone so soon it's and, i think you're right and they're also juxtapositioning uh, juxta him against I mean, the obvious one's Kristen Cole. Like you said, Rhaenyra obviously has expressed an interest in people that have battle combat already, but also Damon. That it's mm -hmm. it's like this weird Rhaenyra is going to be interested in everyone. And I wonder, I wonder, like conspiracy wise, if Lenor is in the step zone specifically because they heard about her picking Kristen Cole based on battle experience. Like, are they setting him up for the match? 
second chance. Mm, it could be, but it also could. It makes sense as well for Corley's to. It makes sense, but it could be fun. dual purposes. Um, yeah, but it also. I mean, like you know, we we see a lot of fathers and sons go to war throughout the series, especially like what with the War of the Nine Penny Kings. Mm -hmm. um, uh, you had a lot of that going on, but also like it makes sense, right? Because I mean, had Spice Town, you know, retained its uh its power right that's they're in a vulnerable position it's something where uh Lenor would need the experience of knowing how to defend it mm -hmm. and i mean again next episode if he's gonna be at spice town pretty often i wonder if his sister's gonna go with yeah. him <sighs> because you know there's a certain dragon that's been seen around spice town oh granny vagar granny vagar <laughs> <laughs> I know that I've said this like very publicly recently everywhere, but that meme that someone made with like Visenya, are we conquering yeah. Dorne? Come on. <laughs> I'm that was a sorry, good one. That's the funniest meme. Like no one has to make any more House of the Dragon memes. Or that's target. it. Like that was the only meme. That was it. That was wow. the end of memeing. And that's that a high was, point. If you uh, haven't seen the meme that I'm half talking about reach out to me like on social media and I will find it for you. Mods, do it. It is just Granny Vagar meme is the best meme there is. I'm not sure if I know. You, you're not I'm sure? sure? I, I, I would they, also they also There's described her in the, after the episode for, for episode two, where they literally called her like a cranky old lady that just wants to take naps. I'm like, I feel that. Me. Yeah. 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 I, I really hoped maybe i knew it was a lot of stuff at an episode so i know they weren't going to do it this episode well it was my episode really vagar's for somebody else's episode this was mine i guess it's next week yeah hopefully next week like i mean if so we saw this shot of previs of like lena and possibly on vagar with mm -hmm. rainies on melee's in the future and like we saw this in some of the after episodes or some of the like production stuff they've been putting out of the interviews that are up on hbo so that's why I thought it was maybe this episode, but now I'm like, no, probably not, obviously, because we saw this episode. It wasn't in this episode. Nope. <laughs> but next episode, I'm hoping next episode we get to see them. I, I just think, I mean, I just really want to see her claim Vagar. That's all I want to see. Yeah. I think that would be such a cool scene, especially because we'll get another claiming of Vagar this season. Oh, do you think he? Ooh. Do you think she? Do you think she uh, bribed Vagar with like hard candy? Like here you go, Granny. Have some hard candy. Oh my God, with some yeah. um, caramels. Yeah, or like a Werther's yeah. original, just like holding yeah, one up. That maybe. is, or maybe that's what Vagar like looks like. A Werther's. She is a Werther's original. Yeah. Oh. Those are actually I haven't had one in a while. Yeah, I know that. Like people act like they're gross. They're pretty good. I'm not saying they're yeah. gross. I'm saying they're old lady candy. No, absolutely. Old, old ladies candy like good candy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they've had a long time to eat that candy. They have. She has like um, no teeth. She's just sucking on one for like a year at a time. Oh, now I'm sad. Yeah. Oh, Lena. And yeah, I mean, yeah, that's another thing, right? Lenor and Lena, they're dragon riders. And uh, I mean, it makes sense, right? For better than Jason or Thailand. Right? Oh, I mean, it makes, I mean, it makes sense, right? Like, Lenor makes a perfect match in almost every single way, except for, you know, the that compatibility. You know, the <laughs> actual compatibility. <laughs> except for the, the one part. Um, that they literally don't want each other in any way, shape, or form. It, that yeah. would be a really good irony to write into the show if they're actually perfect for each other. 
like if Rhaenyra was actually the guy that she wishes she was like that she wishes she was a knight she wishes she could all that stuff it's like so if only they were they had that they would be perfect i think very Cersei and rhaegar in some aspects right yeah the perfect prince that she could never really have have there's Just an not interested. blockage yeah, they could be wants. best friends actually i'm pretty sure they do that's a thing oh, in fire I, and blood I they're besties yeah yeah no i think they're absolutely like good friends and i think it, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out right do will they both be in on this and will they have chosen it intentionally i mean there's also like i don't know i think like i really appreciate their friendship and relationship right yeah. because in the face of it all these elements have already been introduced to us that harwin strong and his dick are there and laner valerian is here and he you know, we don't know his motives yet as an audience that hasn't read Fire and Blood, but as an audience that has read Fire and Blood, you know he doesn't really, you know, he maybe doesn't want to be with Rhaenyra romantically. And I think once you take that romance out and you're able to make it more transactional, because this is such a transactional type of relationship, they mm. all, as nobles and in royalty, they have to be ready to endure. So, like, being able to take that out changes a lot of it. Right, like it changes how you approach it, how the character handles it. I mean, this might just be one more thing for Rhaenyra to compartmentalize. Just one more. Besides, you know, her father telling everyone that, you know, he sees their concerns, but not saying what those concerns might be about, but then telling Rhaenyra privately, don't worry, you're still the heir, babe. You gotta love uh, Rhaenyra just like trying to have it all. It's like, I'm gonna have my power marriage. I'm gonna have the political one. And you know what? I'm going to have the guy that I love too, or at least the guy I really love having sex with. It is unclear if she loves Harwin. It oh, is clear she loves banging him. It. Yeah, why can't she? Yeah, why? the kings do it. Aegon, <laughs> Aegon the Fourth does it. Yeah, you know? true. Someday. Yeah. Very so, true. Like, I mean, why wouldn't she think, why wouldn't she want to try? So, yeah. You know, like her father was very fortunate, right? He had a, he loved his first wife. Except for the part where he murders her, right? But... Yeah, loved his son more. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it was not missed on me that the strong brown heart that they did kill, not the white heart, not the mm. white, silver, and gold heart, um, the strong, burly brown heart they killed, that it was like tied up. Mm. And, like, had been, like, you know, it's being held there like a sacrifice, like Nisa Nisa style, not unlike Emma mm. being held down by the women, right? And, mm. like, yeah, it wasn't really a win, right? Like, it wasn't really, like, it was did great. It was sad. It was not... I had to look away. I got a little bummed. It was actually... I had a harder time watching that than I did watching Damon chop people apart in the first episode. That was just like, yeah, I, yeah whatever, gore, gore. I'm like, that, that elk is screaming. This is just, this is horrifying. It was. It was horrible screaming. It was very much like Emma. Yeah. Now I'm sad. It's, it's interesting that um, the way that they filmed that, right? It makes you feel, I guess, a lot of uh, sadness towards the death of, of that elk, right? And then you're like, oh, wow, that's so beautiful that Rhaenyra didn't want to kill the White Heart, which, I mean, yeah, that that is. Big shadow and bone shit. But also, like, you don't feel that same way with the death of the boar. No. Right? Like the boar. The boar I attacked. Mean, 
yeah. they were attacked, right? It was self defense. I mean, it, it, it was, it was, but yet still, that is a much more. Um, it is a more violent scene, like right after. It's very. Uh, I, I was yelling. Um, is there gold in the village? How much? How much? <laughs> yeah. How much? We during during that scene, yes, exactly. Um, as it was airing, because uh, it, it has that same sort of that emotion anger. behind it. Yeah, mm. and it is again more violent. It's more bloody, but just that small change, you don't feel that. Mm -mm. It was almost like they set up their uh, the the paths in this episode for Rhaenyra and Viserys to basically be Rhaenyra is living everything that Viserys wish she had, you know, where he, she actually mm. went on a hunt. She actually got to kill something. Oh yeah. Sure. Um, she went out with the guy that she pretty clearly has a huge crush on. She actually found the white heart, not even looking for it. Meanwhile, Viserys is sending out everyone in his council, everyone at court to go find this thing. And Rhaenyra finds it without trying. It's, um, I also think, well, it also works pretty well with the the dragon dream parts of it, where um, the prophecy angle that Viserys makes the comparison to, well, he doesn't make the comparison, the episode does, that his trying to chase his son, trying to bring Balon into life, is he got that wrong, and it ended up being the um, kind of mirroring, what was I saying? I kind of lost my train of thought there. Like the heir to the heart. You're trying oh, yeah, yeah, to yeah. compare that he got it wrong. He got the wrong heir and he mm. got the wrong vision. Yeah. And how the heart is the the way that she found it by not even trying. And that's usually how it works with dragon dreams and prophecy in George's world that the more you try and grasp it, the more it goes through your yeah. fingers. Rhaenyra found her way to the, the stag of the kings without even realizing ah. she wanted it. To the strong seed. That's right. Mm-hmm. Ah. Ah. Almost like that will happen to somebody in a song of ice and fire, somebody that knows nothing, somebody that has no idea about any prophecy that happens to exist about him. Anyway, future future thing. Anyway. Another strong seed. Hey <laughs> uh, but yeah, regarding um regarding the dragon dreams, as we were discussing oh. it was airing. I don't know if this is true in the books because they, they kind of cut out some of what uh, is implied to be Daenerys's dragon dreams, right? In regards to they cut out most of them. Um, yeah, they cut out like the the things of like wake the dragon, right? And and mm -hmm. the urgent the eggs are urging her to put the eggs and the on guys the with the swords. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They cut all that out, but like um, the way that this show is playing it, the dragon dreams seem to mostly only be for uh, warning people of things. So it's interesting that he's all like, "Oh, I saw my son with the conqueror's crown on," and it's like, well. So the first dragon dream that we know of with um, Danies is a warning. Get right. the fuck out. Mm -hmm. The next one is Aegon. Winter is coming. Yeah, winter is coming. That seems, that's a pretty clear warning. So it's like, uh, maybe don't ignore them. Go after, maybe don't go after. Well, except the first one worked vision. out. They have the to go after them because Danies was right. So they have to assume they're right. I mean... It really kills me that, so I mean, there's there's the idea that like the White Heart choosing her and her choosing to let it go kind of gives almost an effect of like, she was the chosen one. You interpreted your dreams wrong. Because he did, right? Because he hears yeah. the yeah. dragons all roar as one and he's not really hearing them roar as one like in unison. He's hearing them roar like we're going to murder each other. 
Uh, and, and that's that's the foreshadowing. <laughs> and for Rhaenyra, like I should just do that in my videos. And this is the foreshadowing. <laughs> that's pretty much our podcast. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Stay for the mediocrity, but really stay for the bits, all the bits. Um, we good bits. We have great bits. Our sketch show is the funniest. Uh, but like the way that I mean, first of all. Now Allison really knows. She kind of knew about these dreams before. Like, not mm. fully, but she knew there was something more to, like, his feelings. And Allison is obviously between a rock and a hard dick. But, like, she's like, I guess I have to keep having your kids because I married you and I'm the queen now, which I kind of like. But also I hate it. Like, Otto talks to her and she's like, this sucks. This literally sucks. This is horrible. Um... The fact that, like, she thinks it's horrible and she straight up tried to defend Rhaenyra still, even though they're obviously a little bit disjointed right now yeah. and broken up. And then he tells her the dragon dream, and now she's like, damn, if my dad asks me, I'm probably gonna have to tell him that his grandkid is the chosen one. You know, like, Viserys thinks yeah. he's the chosen one. We've put our trailer on the hitch here to these crazy-ass dragon people that have these dreams, and... You're my right. goal is to bring my house power. I mean, that's her job. You dance with the dragons. Uh, you get burned doing that pretty hard. Um, also, I th going on that, the idea that Allison, she had this kind of the same reaction Emma did, where she was just kind of like, yeah, about your dreams. I know you talk about them all the time. But also the other lords seemed to know about it. I, I posted this on Twitter while it was going on. Everyone that was trying to convince Viserys to do something mentioned the gods or signs importance literally said signs importance at signs one point importance yo the i was thing, thinking of you thing. as yeah, soon as that was said i was like ah! another book. that and princess and the queen yeah. oh my god yeah. but everyone seems to know that viserys is superstitious and that the easy way to get him to do things is trying to link it to like some kind of prophecy or something from the gods or something like that and it, it works that's how they I mean, get him to do things him. it's curious that uh Everyone's just like, oh yeah, he's just kind of this. Maybe this is like one of the crazy Targaryens, and that ends up being in history. That kind of thing, where it's like, yeah, 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 he just kind of does stuff if we tell him the gods told him to do it. I mean, yeah. that's the biggest thing is like every Targaryen that seems to get a dragon dream, they go wrong when they think it's about them too much, right? Like the mm. biggest problem, they get too wrapped up in thinking this is about them. And then we see it go off the rails because they get tunnel vision. And I feel like we're seeing that happen where Viserys is very much split between the two worlds. He's like, I have to be a king and I have to look at my house's legacy and I have to follow these dreams I'm having and these prophecies. He's torn between all eight of them and he's stuck <laughs> in the middle. Yeah. And trying to be a dad and doing a bad job at that. Good job. Well, at least until the end. Horrible. He, he kind of yeah. comes through in the end a little bit. I, I mean, forget. he's He's doing a bad job at like kind of everything, but mm -hmm. yeah. Damon's um, quote about how he's uh a, how he's not a great king. It's like, yeah, yeah, none of these were particularly good decisions, my dude. Inaction is not yeah. a good decision. <laughs> I guess it's like, you know, that he maybe he thinks like I mean, there's a lot of reasons why people think the prophecy is about them just in general, right? There's just mm -hmm. there's something there going on psychologically, but part of it is like does he think he's the chosen one because he was chosen right yeah. he was chosen by chosen the, by the gods the, literally yeah well by by all those people out there and he's like well that's who oh and it's like uh, you're smart i mean were you like 
Did anybody see the vote totals? Yeah, they literally. Literally, they were like, "Ooh, this one will do." (laughs) Anyone but Rainies. Um, our friend K two Egret K two in the chat said something interesting. He saw Jon Snow in Aegon's crown. Yeah. What if he did? I I wondered that in uh, the video I made afterwards. I was like, who knows what he actually saw? Like the nature of these things, they literally just reintroduced the idea that Viserys is going like, what did I actually see? Like, I think it was my son. Maybe it wasn't. Who knows? That kind of thing. That's the other part. You start to play that telephone with yourself, not just with others, Mm. not just in the way that these kings have handed down the prophecy, but you're also playing it with yourself to an extent. Like, if I don't write my dreams down, Right after I dream them, when I wake up and go, yo, if I don't hit my husband and go, babe, babe, I had the craziest freaking dream in the whole yeah. world. If I don't do that, it's gone. Yeah, true. It's gone. He, he mentioned that. Viserys was like, I tried to get the dream back. I tried to keep having it. And he was like, I'm, I'm like, I'm focusing hard on having this dream again. It never returned to him. Funny because the whole episode, he's like, if only I banned Rhaenyra from having sex with this man. <laughs> You know, then she would just be like, I must marry you secretly and have babies with you forever to piss my dad off. Like, if only I had done that when it's like, that's him right now. He's literally everything he's doing is focusing on these dreams. Yeah. I think the only character that gets their dream interpretations right is the ghost of High Heart because she doesn't even try. Mm -hmm. She's just like, all right, this is what I saw. I'll see you later. Well, I guess it's technically a dream. That's true. I was going to say McCormick. And Jojen. Jojen. Um, but also someone in the chat whose name incidentally is Canon said all babies look Yes, alike. they do. <laughs> Pisswater yeah, babies I, too. I, yes, oh. I just wanted to call that out that yes, um, true about babies. I do want to say <laughs> the one thing that's interesting is I, I like the Jon Snow idea of mm. Aegon's crown, but I like it better with young Griff. Oh, right. Because you have that great passage from Fire and Blood where you talk about Aegon too and all of the things he had that proved his lineage that Rhaenyra did not. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, besides the royal cock, you had to have that, I hear, for the lineage. Uh, Apparently important. The royal cock. Um, He had the royal crown. He had the Mm -hmm. royal sword. He had this. He had that. He was in the Red Keep and she was not. That shows that he's the king. Right. Uh, And I think young Griff in Aegon's crown could even be. Another example of this prophecy gone wrong, when you think about it. Speaking of uh, old young Griff, like, I think this was explicitly probably what it was like with Rhaegar talking to Elia. Yeah. <laughs> this is probably the closest we'll get to seeing the interactions between the two of That's them. That's interesting. Yeah. Okay, honey. <laughs> yes, Elia's yes, Rhaegar. Like, okay, sure. Yeah. Anyway, Whatever so I'm, I'm having another kid. Um, good luck with those dreams, I guess. Mm. Yeah. Um, Jess in the chat said something interesting. Oh. Do you think his dreaming has anything to do with his dragon being dead? That is a thing in a Game of Thrones where Arya thinks she hears the dragons roaring, I think. Down in the, uh, she hears them, the skulls, like, when she walks by them. She sees them watching her and she, like, hears weird things. And people have just sort of written off on her imagination going wild, but Arya's a warg. So, it's not- Maybe she's hearing the prophecy. Maybe. Maybe only, maybe it's kind of like, maybe it's parcel done. The Targaryens are like, once I can hear it correctly. Dragon <laughs> wolf dream. Uh, I, might I mean, be... it comes from that same line of like the magic being the same well, right? Like they're mm. all taking from the same yeah. well of magic. Like maybe these dreams, I mean, like how Melisandre can interpret fires, right? Can like, she? 
she can, can she can see them interpret that's interprets crazy. wrong <laughs> sorry okay let me oh, change makes my wild guesses bully me maester monthly two-thirds of maester monthly <laughs> i'm feeling bullied right now wait three out of three bookshelf stud Oh, ah, the bookshelf that, was that would you. be amazing if you just he just like pops out of my bookcase. Laterally, like I was there, I was just a drunk a swathing, but <laughs> I was there. True, I was there when this was born. I was lateral. Um, I, the dragon dream part of this show is um kind of eruptive, right? Like yeah. it's kind of it's kind of saucy. I kind of like saucy. it. It's kind of brought us all back to life. We're all fighting with each other every week. Everyone's like, no, your opinion's bad. And I'm like, no, your opinion's bad. It's like a mosh pit of opinions. Yeah, you're just shitposting about the pug. Yeah, you're just having a good time about the pug. Everyone's arguing with me. Yeah, my my YouTube my YouTube channel is literally like the stepstones, especially that video I made about like why didn't the Targaryens do everything, do anything? And people yeah. are like, it's a retcon. No, George just made it up. No, it doesn't mean what you think it means. I'm just like George made all of this up. <laughs> yes, he... I don't know if they know that. Have has anyone told them? Oh my god, George no. made the whole thing up. No, you see, he's actually I, a historian. I'm sorry, that's a spoiler. But... He sees into another dimension of real events that happen. He's not literally making it up a weirdo in his house in Santa Fe. That's not what happens. He is a prophet. He is the dragon dreamer. Um, I mean, oh of, my god, it is literally, you know. Uh, I'd also like to. I would also like a writer's credit on this episode because clearly they've just been watching my videos and all my streams and really stuff. Holding out, is it time for how strong? I think it is, is time for how strong. The strongest hour. Yeah. yeah, someone left this. Some, one of your sorry, one of your viewers left earlier because uh mentioned love island but um i will not apologize for being who i am and also egg six uh said that he's very excited about it and he said dragonstone could be love island dragonstone is love island with well, yeah. the dragon seeds with I all, mean, well, I all the artwork egg six. i don't even know about love island but i know it's a uh, first night island i'm not sure about love oh. okay well maybe Okay, Targaryen exceptionalism can only go so far, but <laughs> yeah, that that was creepy. Yeah, let's exceptionally bad. Let, let's talk some strongs. Let's get into this. So, obviously, everyone knows number one strong fan right here. Number two, maybe one B over there in Chloe. Wow, thank you, thank you. Um, I think I think Alice Rivers of House Strong, I guess, <laughs> oh my God. is what you just like, you're gonna light me on fire. Like, I'm about to get Lionel strong. <laughs> Uh, um chloe i mean uh, eliana is aware I they mean, exist yeah I, she knows of them. I, I think they're i've made a fantastic analysis of laurie's clubfoot and mushrooms relationship not that mushrooms in this so like it doesn't matter anymore um i would agree jess i'm not sure it's about love either it's about money <laughs> it's about sponsors but i love but it that's what this show's about too is money and sponsors that's also I mean, true that's also true but anyways so speaking of money and sponsors uh, how anyways, strong laurie's clubfoot and, and mushroom right mm -hmm. um Mushroom's not in this. Yeah. Condal said he's going to be. I believe. Really? Yeah. He hinted. He's going to be in the background. He's going to be like in a court somewhere. He did hint that he could come up. Yeah. That's what they're, that's what they're courting Henry Cavill for. <sighs> um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I mean, I didn't know that we were getting Mushroom. And like, I don't know. I think there's some really interesting analysis that can be done there about their relationship as to, you know, a kind of advisors but did you, anyway did you, did you just intercept house strong time with mushroom time 
Yes, yes. She we literally can, put can, mushroom. Yeah, in I know. This, we yeah. can talk. Let's talk. Let's talk about the strongs. Lionel. Lionel. No, strong. I don't give a shit. We already talked about Lionel. Can we, 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 talk did, about we did. Lionel? Actually, we did. We did Lionel. Actually, I. Lionel. I had one more thing to say fine. about Lionel, which was that oh, um, he's been offered. He's he's the kind of guy that like you know the thing where you offer three times and then you say yes. So he's gonna. He's waiting for two more marriages, then he'll say yes to the powerful one because he's trying to seem humble. We know you're not Lionel. We know what you're up to. We know you he's are playing a long game. He's yeah. playing a real long game. Better than Otto. Otto's way too obvious. Otto's like, Your Grace, you've already married my daughter and all, but like, what have you subscribed to my highest Patreon tier every month? <laughs> but like, even though Otto's so obvious and everyone else sees it, Viserys somehow does not. Or he just doesn't the care because he likes them. By no, you're right. yeah. Kindness for Alice. My dear my Otto. And I like Lionel being there, just like looking, like when uh, Vis Viserys and Rhaenyra are like getting into it. He's just like sipping the tea. <laughs> His um. He's like, Why am I here? <laughs> um, I love that they're doing with how strong costume wise they're making mm. navy blue kind and like a dark cornflower or a dark navy. Sure their house like base color so they're doing like like harwin wore a dark blue and then lionel also wore this like navy with a black fur collar and like the sigil on his chest i don't know it's really a nice um harwin's like doublet was like blue and a dark green dark red also like it was very nicely done they really incorporated the house colors in a muted sense mm. without being too obvious and being like lol it's their house colors it was also like here's your house colors in a muted sense here's what people should look like blah 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 and like it made like a sense of i don't know it just style like, a good to it. world building it makes it matter yeah. that they have colors like they wouldn't make Dario Naharis, either of them, have navy-colored hair. It doesn't have to be crazy, but, like, they wouldn't let them have navy hair. And I'm like, you could have done this in a, a calm, soothed sense to make it, like, work, right? Like, you could have made... Ed Scrying could have done dark, navy, long, wavy hair. It could have been this, but navy, right? And it would have worked for me. It would have made me be like, ah, he's different, but not too different that my little feeble mind can't process it i can't believe you're advocating you know? not for book accurate dario yeah also they died they died rainier's hair pink this episode yeah so. she had some e-girl highlights going on some low lights and highlights going on she was like going live the new on hotness right bore blood color yeah. in her hair yeah yeah I, I would have liked actually to see Harwin have more bright colors on his clothes and then Laris have the darker ones because there's there does seem to be a, a weirdness to their relationship um, from Fire and Blood that Laris seems to room. does not seem to give a shit about Harwin nor his kids. Uh, he actively works against them for a lot of the war, whereas you could kind of see it. Maybe we'll see it in future episodes because Harwin's going to be a much bigger character. Um, they literally called him the strongest knight in the Seven Kingdoms. I was like... Yeah. I don't. Strongest. Okay, looking forward to that one. Looking to seeing some breakbones. Actually, I posted yeah, this he theory. Yeah, has the breakbones yeah, nickname. No, I was that say, was you weird. Have a theory. You yeah. Have a theory about the nickname breakbones, which could play into like why why there's uh, an estrangement. Mm -hmm. Tell us, Matt. All right. So the, the theory is that Laris does not have a club foot, or he sort of does. It's not a genetic condition. It's because Harwin's a dick, and he bullied his little brother, and he broke his foot, and he broke it in such a bad way that much like um, happened with Gregor Clegane, where many of his crimes were covered up by the Kilgain family like the murder of his sister right that was the thing he did something Leave like that alone. 
Yeah, yeah. fair enough. Yeah. Anyway, um, Harwin, in order to keep his reputation good, Lionel has lied about whether or not his abuse towards his little brother. And that would kind of explain the seeming lack of care for Laris for the rest of his family. Like, he never goes back to Hall. He ignores Simon Strong, Alice Rivers. It seems like he doesn't want to be a Strong. It seems like he kind of hates the rest of them. And I'm curious how that will manifest and what the reason will be. But the, the fake clubfoot, the broken bone from Harwin hurting him would make a lot of sense for character-wise why to do that. Theory. I kind of forgot that she names him her gives him her favor at her wedding tourney. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's my girl. Good for you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm marrying him, but also I'm banging him. So that's amazing. Wow. Har Harwin. What a nice spot. I was happy for him this episode. He looked great. His his look was insane. I need to screen cap that thing when he's looking at Rhaenyra. It is straight up like the Dario looking creepy oh, face God. that I always post on Twitter. Yeah, I'm like, I'm very excited to see how Larry's interacts with his family yeah. because yes. Lionel has been so like cheery faced, red faced, yeah. do to do, King. What if you did this? This is the good thing for you. But I mm. respect your decisions, Viserys. Yeah. And then Harwin's oh. like, wow, blood turns me on, and Larry's oh. is like, wow knowledge turns i love listening to so, gossip yeah yeah this is interesting oh do you think lionel's kind of a secret dick i mean he's trying to I be i don't know he's trying to I seem like know. a good Why guy yeah. i think he's playing it really low key because i think he has big ambitions from what we've seen but he knows to cow them a little mm. and bringing harwin to court during this hunt to show off his skill and his you know masculinity at court like this like he did his job he he's planted a seed which that seed might turn strong actually he but... he auto hightowered rhaenyra he brought harwin to court not to explicitly make the proposal but to try to get rhaenyra to um get a crush yeah. on him exactly like of a viserys and allison boom way exactly to go lionel how viserys said straight up too that he was just like that's the only way that she would like that is if yeah. I banned it for her and I'm like, well, get ready to start banning some shit, <laughs> this series. And he did name drop a... This is the wrong cat. The cat's not there anymore. Oh, he did not. name drop Jaharis and, and Yeah, I don't care if it's Jaharis come again and his daughters. Yeah. And his daughter. That was crazy. I was like, keep their names out of your mouth. Yeah, and he did, like... thank God. He didn't have time to go through all of them. I was but... like, whoa, the daughters did not Jaharis. Yeah, Jaharis vexed his daughters. In that, my opinion. I would absolutely love it since I opened that door if we're going to see um, I forget which of his daughters, the one that had all the uh, bastard kids in Essos. Sarah! They, yeah, if Sarah's kids show up. I want That would be a great little thing. But I think we're probably done with Essos now. Like, oh, yeah. They I did like one episode triarchy. We're out. Either. I don't think we have time. It would be fun. Um, I don't, yeah, I mean, I don't know if they will or if they won't, right? Like, they could. I could see Ryan Condal giving it to us for no reason, right? I mean, he's giving us a lot. No, that's that's what I'm saying. Or like, I could see him doing it just because he wants to, like he did with the Black Swan. Like, why not? That's true. Yeah, why not? God, that was so great, <laughs> Ryan. We love yeah. you, Ryan. Like, Thank uh, you. It was so it was so good. My mind's already like racing, trying to piece these all together and trying to figure out the family. I was disappointed we didn't see Alice Rivers. That would have been a fun one. I mean, I know she's not. I think she what exists. I think she's season two. Yeah, I, I was. Like, I know. She's 
Yeah, I mean, it's like, Elizabeth Olsen. Yeah, that's that's a theory. People are theorizing. I know Elizabeth Olsen will be Alice Rivers. I don't fucking know. Have you noticed that people are now tweeting a lot of really obvious actors for funsies that they're just like going out? People are like, so and so has been cast. So and so has been. It's starting to become a really good meme. The one that I thought was fun was Esme Bianca was like, I'll be back. I'm like, please be Alice Rivers. Girl, don't tease me like that. She posted it on uh, Instagram and Twitter because I follow her on both because she's wonderful and everything. And she was like, I'd like to come back. Cast me in something. I was like, yes, please. She did so good as Roz. She was such a great character. She was... It was yeah, a shame yeah. that they killed her character early. I know that her character got too big for what they were doing, and that's why they did it. But it was like they kept writing her bigger roles because she was doing such a good job with the material they were giving her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, anyway, this is an Esme cast now, apparently. Um, yes. <laughs> I also. I mean, it seems also like uh, it seems like Carice wants to come back too. Yeah, so. everyone's competing to be Alice. Everyone wants to be on the show. Everyone really likes the hot D. I'm into the hot D. I'm a. I feel like we're gonna get some hot D like next episode. You know, some hot D and hot D. I thought Kristen and Rhaenyra were absolutely gonna tumble at that uh at that lake. That was such an intimate and like semi romantic thing going on between them. Especially after they killed the boar, I'm like, are they gonna sh- are they gonna have sex right now covered in boar blood? Maybe. I kind of think that's great for their relationship. Like to to, I don't know, to let it just blossom from here. To let them. I don't know, have that very subtle connection. There mm. were a lot of, I think a lot of people feel that this episode might have been a little slower paced in some aspects and differently paced than the last two. Um, there was a lot of filler in between the warring, which is good. I think it was good, but I, I, I don't know. You can see why they care about one another like one another now. Mm. Yeah. But- I mean, it's pretty necessary for that. For the betrayal. Don't worry about. Don't worry about it. I, I, speaking of the betrayal, like I think Viserys's advice could not have gone worse. In his, like, I, I get where his heart is at, and it's the decent thing to do to your daughter to be like, find someone you love. Like, it's the exact same thing with Aegon the Fifth and and his children, where they were like, you know what, you married for love, I should be able to. And he's like, you know what, that's fair. But unfortunately, <laughs> uh, Rhaenyra is so prized in terms of what she can do for um so many lords and everybody's gonna be coming after her that it's like the drama just surrounding that decision is really gonna like i'm not sure if it's gonna outweigh but it's definitely gonna push like the the idea of like it's a good decision but you may have absolutely guaranteed a war by making sure that everyone's gonna fight over rainier instead of just making a match for her it's like it's what George has said a lot about Viserys, you know, a good man and probably a bad king. I think that was a bad king decision, but it was a good yeah. it was a good person decision. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it makes sense, right? Especially like after everything, because I mean, of course he wants her to marry for love. He made her heir out of love, right? I think uh, Christina was talking about that, but it's also been confirmed in I think one of the after the episode segments. What are what are those? Yeah, they're called after mm-hmm. the episode, um, yeah. or something like that. Yeah, um, that that, and he says so as much this episode as well, right? That he has named her heir out of respect and love for Emma, and that he has no intentions of changing it, which he does not make clear in front of everyone. Um, instead, he just yells at her in front of everyone, right? And he's mm. like, why won't you do your 
job, even though I'm not doing mine. And Which doesn't freaking dispel the discomfort yes, for them. It, it, it continues the trend that people were talking about in analyzing last episode in regards to how she has is still in the position of cupbearer, right? True. And if her status has not changed in the past two years, of course people are going to think that um, your male child is now your heir. Yeah. I mean, why would your actions have not shown them otherwise? You have not elevated her. We talked about it in our episode last week with Kim Renfro, but like, mm. especially because systemically speaking, this society does not have a place for her to go. Right. If you are the cupbearer of your, you know, you're the heir and you're the cupbearer, up next you go to squire, then you go to knight, then you end up, you know, good enough to be a lord. But she can't do that. There's no exactly like there's no level up for her. There's no promotion in sight. She has a dead end job right now, and that dead end job comes until Aegon comes. You know, like that's when. Oh, but Aegon could be a cupbearer. Aegon could be a knight even someday if he applied himself. But she cannot because that world doesn't exist for her, and she has to try to carve out her own world. Which we'll see how that goes over the next couple seasons. <laughs> it's kind of crazy um, that you bring it up. The idea that she so effectively solved the situation with Damon. She did it without blood. She did it quickly. Everyone walked away with with their lives. Nobody, there wasn't actually a battle. Completely solved. He saw that and he's like, wow, you you did that good thing for me. You're great, Rhaenyra. And then like two years later, he's like, I guess that was a cool moment, but like, still cupbearer, I guess? Like, although I, th I thought it was interesting the set the the blocking of the final the conversation between two of them in the small council room where Rhaenyra sits in the hand of the king can the king seat yes sitting yes, in Otto's seat that. it was like the first time he's finally taking her seriously although we've seen him do this before like yeah. she should already be sitting there oh shit get out of here Otto I'm just saying like she should be sitting there right yeah. like that's um look at okay. Call me a fake fangirl for a second, Dr. Magician. Yes, but cool. Was it Balin? Who was the hand or Aemon? Which one was hand under Jaehaerys? One of them was hand. You know what I'm saying? I think was it was Aemon. Aemon. Because Balin, yeah. I can't remember. I mixed them up. But one of them was his hand at the end, right? Or someone was his hand. His sons. Like he chose a Before son. Before Otto, yeah. Yeah. And so... To me, it's like you want your heir to be, and like I'm not saying Rhaenyra's ready for that. She's not. Like that's also mm. clear from all of this. Like she threw a tantrum and rode off in the woods, which I would too. Like and she's I, 17. I she's 17. Would not take advice from a 17 year old. Amen. Uh, and Egg Six just confirmed yeah, no, it is Balin. It was Balin. My heart. Yeah. Thank you, buddy. Because Amen, you know, I think Amen crossbow. Um, oh, that's right. But like, yeah. There's so many Jaharis kids. And Balin was like more, I think he was like more the brainy one, right? Yeah. But that's like, you know, you you need to put, so, like, okay, I work in a position where I work a lot with corporate and work a lot with a plant of like people that work in a warehouse. And so like I work between these two mm -hmm. and you can see like there are real leaders that actually make their leadership known out loud by the actions they do it's not just that they're telling people hey man i'm gonna make sure you get a raise or i'm gonna make sure you get a promotion and you're off the floor and mm -hmm. you're gonna do more big things or blah 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 like i hear this shit all day long at work ali keep it down allison um <laughs> i i hear this I kind of crap all day long right 
And like, I see there, there's one guy at my work that actually is about it, like where he brings people up and he's like, I'm going to train you myself and make sure you come up to the next job role. And like, you don't see Viserys doing that. He's not mm. a good leader. He doesn't lead with his actions. He doesn't lead with the way he acts. He just doesn't lead. He, he relies on his indifference, hoping that one of these issues will clear themselves up before the other one does. I mean, that's pretty clear. Like, he's just like, maybe one of this will fix the other part of it. Haha. <laughs> Though I will say, I was glad he laughed his ass off about the Aegon marriage with Rhaenyra. He's like, that's yeah. hysterical. Really funny, Otto. Hysterical. That's, that's one of the ones that always gets thrown around in the fandoms. Like, why didn't they just marry? It's like, it's a laughable idea that those two should have married. I mean, in hindsight, it makes, like, some sense, right? It would have, I guess, solved that one issue, but also... I mean, what? It's a smaller age gap, probably, than Viserys and Allison. Yeah, that's mm. true. I mean, the other part of that is, like... So it makes me really sad, because it's, like, it's not fair to tell her, like, congrats, you get to be the first queen ever of Westeros, the real first queen throne, but also you have to fold everything forever and answer to everyone else, where it's, yeah. like, you have people like Magor who didn't... They were just like, yeah, Magor was like, I do what I want. Prophecy? Sure, but I'll take my three wives now. Um, three heads of the dragon. But she doesn't. Yeah, exactly, the three heads of the dragon. Well, and he had two of the strongest dragons behind him to do that too. Right? Power. He, yeah, both he had both um, Balerion and Vagar to do so. Mm-hmm. And I, I am really glad that she find, she called out in this episode, right, what everyone was thinking after we watched the trailer last week of him being like, you have to do this thing for duty and tradition but whatever i'm sorry i did not watch that i only watched that trailer like what twice so i don't mm-hmm. have the line memorized i've only just watched Fake this fan. episode now oh my god i only just watched <laughs> this episode now. he didn't yeah he didn't choose due to your exactly. tradition and no. he was no. like Ooh, this one liked me and she likes my warhammer set like yeah. i'm gonna marry her <laughs> it yeah. is a cool warhammer set the we'll audience was thinking it. which is like then why didn't you fucking do that with lena why didn't you do your duty because that was that's duty choice. like and that's the thing is now he's gonna set this on her like yeah. you have to now fix my sins and my mistakes and the sins that came about because i was chosen king over rainies and i'm making you my daughter bear that fucking mark mm. like that's horrible that is such bullshit like but also at that same token like all the way back like it's so unfair to make her marry again right and wait all that time or whatever like i mean she could do whatever she wants i guess but oh, um, she does she obviously yeah. during that time it, it's also yeah it's also just as dangerous for the line and the prophecy right if you have to yeah. wait until he comes of age like that's a lot of work could still for, happen yeah it's a lot of time for her to die which seems to like i mean you can see right he's he's terrified when the rainier comes back end of mm. the second episode and also he's afraid for her health as well right um during this time She's always doing things, right, that makes him worry, which is what yeah. a good father does. It's like he needs a maiden teen- vault or something. Yeah, well, it's how teenage girls, I guess, are. And by that, I mean I was one, and I definitely made my parents worry. Sure. Um, I have, no one's ever worried about me. I'm sorry. Oof. I'm worried about you. you. Yeah, you worry about me, like, every hour. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, I mean, like, it, it, it makes sense, but so... Because his worry is also, I mean, out of love, sure. as well as, again, like, you're the heir. You but also, like, heirs. if you're going to rule seven yeah. kingdoms of people, how many people are in these kingdoms? Hundreds of thousands of a millions five. of people. Whoever, five people. What up? Five people? Mm-hmm. Five people? That's all that's in there. Five. So even if you're going to rule <laughs> over five people, though, even then. No, you know what? I think this stands, like, 
at the same time, if you decide that your life and your actions and the things that you think you should do are more important than hundreds of thousands of people yeah. or five people, if you yeah. think that you are powerful enough that your decisions matter than those people's over their own fate and their own lives, not yeah. unlike Damon and Lenor dragon fire all over the stepstones, right? Like these dudes are just like, we were told we have to broken man style fight this. Like if you are that important and that powerful, you should sacrifice for mm. your people and for your yeah. throne. If that's what's going to sew the realm together, that is important. And both, I mean, Rhaenyra's 17. I could never say to a 17 year old in good conscience what I just said to everyone watching this. <laughs> I couldn't say that to Rhaenyra and hope she gets it because she's seven freaking teen. Yeah, you gotta learn that shit. But Viserys, he knows better. And and that's 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 the conversation he has with Allison, right? Yeah, he does. Because she's like, well, who fucking cares if it's about your brother and like what how whether or not you're giving and acknowledging your brother's existence. It's it's about the realm, yeah. Yeah. What is better for the realm? Which I'm like, how has no she one said? It. How has no one fucking said this in two years? How has no one said this to this man in two years? Look at Robert. <laughs> yeah, well, he's apparently drinking and dreaming all the time. And actually, uh, you could probably see that as the motivation between Allison, not just being Rhaenyra's friend, but she probably does actually think that Rhaenyra would be a good monarch one day. If if you follow the same logic about why he should yeah. step up and help with the step zones, she probably does genuinely think Rhaenyra is the best one for it, especially after she's yeah. apparently a little genius. Uh, that one of those things that apparently got lost to history that uh, she knows everything in the world. I also thought uh, about Viserys's duty. I think the, the what the episode did really good is it wove the two of them together because he's not only thinking back about maybe his mistake about marrying Allison, but he's also thinking about the prophetic ones and how they're kind of working together. Like the, when Lionel strong walks up and says, you should have listened to me. You should have married Lena. Viserys is just gets absolutely wine drunk at that point and loses his mind. Cause he's thinking about it. Not only the, the failure he made with Emma, but the failure he made in the aftermath of it, that, the two of them to him, especially with his belief that Rhaenyra, well, he did say, he's like, well, you will be, you, I saw you in my dream. I, I got it wrong. It wasn't, it wasn't Balon. It was you. You were going to be the next one on the throne after me. And you can just sort of see how he's kind of like grasping at all these straws and he's trying to figure it out. But the problem is that he keeps, I don't know, he keeps <laughs> making good decisions for himself personally and then not but it, in the wrong times he yeah. he keep, yeah. mm. he's reliving like okay so oh, we oh sorry we have oh my god we have a on. quarrel happening have, behind yeah. us uh cat fights like quarrel <laughs> alisan get him you tell him it's all about gender in this house um but I, I mean, that's what makes it so sad for me. Like, I do feel sad for Viserys in some mm. aspects. Like, yes, we're mad at him. And yes, he's making horrible decisions. But it's also, like, not fair in some aspects to him. Sure. You know, I mean, I do feel bad for him. I think he's very stuck. I think he's very... Al, Sam, what do you think about him? It's almost like he's going to fire Otto Hightower soon because he's going to realize that all of his bad decisions have come from listening. All of his bad, his really bad decisions have come from listening to Otto. Even though he's his dear Otto and he listens to him about everything. It's like there is a direct line to. Oh, wait, what, what just happened? What just happened? I wish I could tell you. Oh, did I click something? Um, 
Hang on a second. Did you press something on the... Uh, this is probably something wrong on my end. Hang on a second. Uh, it's gonna We're just... having technical difficulties. I'm oh, so Eliana, right. she left the call. That's what happened. Yeah, sorry. Um, okay. Uh, did you press... Don't press the little button on the... I did not. <laughs> Allie did. Allie. Um, I do want to. I want to uh, point. It was Allie. It was because we let Alice in, and yeah, she's sorry, a troublemaker. Butter in. My uh, I do want to come heart. back to the chat real quick. There's a really important chat message, which is from Micah Clark, which says, "Lose your job, Otto." Mm. And for those of you that have ever listened to Girls Gone Canon, you might know that once upon a time we used to think that Littlefinger should get a job, and we've actually changed our stance. And I'm oh. hoping we can make this really public. This is a public messaging mm -hmm. for our image, realistically that. We don't think Littlefinger should take jobs from the people that deserve jobs, right? Hardworking yeah. King's mm -hmm. Landians, hardworking, um, you know, people from from the Vale. Like we just don't. Littlefinger shouldn't get a job. He should no longer be employed. Save that employment for others. And same with Otto. Micah makes a great point. Otto, lose your job. Otto, lose your job. Fire that. Man. Fire Otto. Fire, Fire him. Otto. Fire him. Fire him. Blood Otto. Ten Fire years ago, guy should never Otto. had it. Like Damon's get right. Get him out of here. It's weird yeah, to say Damon that. Damon was right about many things, unfortunately, for some. Not for me, because I love Damon. He does seem to like Lionel Strong. I wonder if Damon's almost like a weird barometer for how much somebody's a piece of shit in the show. Like what he thinks That's about... That's the thing, is at least like he's just honest about what a piece of shit he yeah. is, right? Mm. Like, he is what he is. Coralise is who he is, and Damon seems to have no problems with him. There yeah. are no men like Damon, only Damon. Oh my god. What? Um... <laughs> Except for what? Jamie. Who? <laughs> Jamie. I don't know him. Um. Anyways. Oh my god. Ion. Ion Trone. Trolling um, out there. Little fingers a job. Get creator. out of here. Yeah, Little yeah, finger kills so many people. Ion everywhere. Hello, Ion Trone. If Little Finger's a job creator, he would have built a full ass castle in the Vale and employed people. Instead, he kept his terrible little tower. He is not yeah. a job creator. He is selfish. He is selfish. selfish. He is selfish. Got him. He could give yeah. people lives, and instead he buys boats? I think that's what he uh, buys. Okay, Dr. Magician. Did you watch next week, the, the trailer? No. Next week? I didn't have you time. Didn't, do you, do you, oh, you didn't watch it? We watched it. We watched it. It was very important it. to us. We okay, well, I guess we can't talk about it. I don't want to spoil you. It's okay. You can spoil me on the upcoming episode. Are you going to watch the trailer after? Yes, obviously. It's mostly like aftermath. It seems like we're going to get some Rhaenyra brothel Damon. Oh, yeah. Mysaria was gone. Where's she been this time? She's outy. She's busy. Well, why would she be at the Stepstones? I thought they were going to get married the next day. She wants to be. They don't. I know, lie. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking, Eliana. <laughs> joke? Don't you joke with me. I know she has issues with those uh, jokes. Yeah. That's why you know, I'm just <gasps> so serious. I'm a very serious person. Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like there's going to be a strong emphasis. A, the marriages. I think the marriages are all about to come to head. Head from different people in the marriages. Interesting. But they're going to the brothel and they're going to get married. Wait, that's a different episode. Going to the brothel and we're gonna <laughs> get married. Yeah. But the, um, the classic story of us going to a brothel to get married happens all the time. You love to see it. If you're me, you do. Mm -hmm. As a Damon Targaryen fan, as a oh my god, I'm 
kind of buried. How did this happen to you? How did this happen, I don't know Chloe? What happened. It's Matt, uh, as you I mean, and I have discussed. It's he, Matt Smith's fault. He is. He he's doing a great job, and like I, I think it's so funny, right? People, I'm so sorry that I do not remember who tweeted this, but they were like. Yeah, I thought I was going to go into this show really loving the series and hating Damon, but I've come out of it the opposite, which I think, again, it's it's testament to both of the actors doing a great job mm. of, I think, playing around with our expectations of these characters and mm-hmm. of their relationship. And that's why, um, you know, bringing it back to the Strongs, like, it'll be interesting how they play off Larry's and Harwin, because I think they're going to, there's always like this fun thing that they're doing of how they're really just like uncovering the relationships Mm. and making this a very character driven story which uh you know was something that got lost the last time around they gave him the club but they gave him the club they literally they did it like in the show (laughs) i'm excited they they took it they they read the book and they were like what if we put they they did the club foot they actually did the thing and it has like a weird cage on it I don't know what that is. I don't know what he's wearing. Is that like a Forrest Gump thing? Is he? Bro, it's like a little, like, it's like, it looks like it's a. (laughs) This is an immediate reactions video, first of all. So I don't know why you're asking for details. But. What do you want? So I can prove you wrong later. Duh. In a casing, you know, like in an actual casing. Like they gave him his club, his foot could club. It's clubby. And then he did his character thing, where he just sat down and listened. He was like, what if I listen? Mm. Bro, they give him the club foot. (laughs) It's no one else? Are you I'm excited. I love the club foot. I'm really excited they did that. In Game of Thrones, they wouldn't have done that. Look at Tyrion's nose. Oh, yeah, that's true. Like, they don't give a shit about disfiguration. Brienne, fuck that bitch. Like, they were (laughs) like, oh, you have a big traumatic thing happen in your plot that matters? Oh, let's forget about it. they gave his ass the club foot. It's true. You couldn't even see Sandor's skull like you could in the books. Uh, exactly. They didn't even make Sandor a ghost rider, but they made <laughs> this guy the club foot, and the that means rider. everything to me. I'm also particularly excited to see Harwin as a character because he's not in Fire and Blood. He is literally a plot device, a walking plot device named he's Breakbones. He's already had some moments, too, about how he loves blood on a woman. Really loves right, it. Canon. Matt just called Harwin in Fire and Blood a device, a dildo. He is. And that's like Visenya being a strap. <laughs> See, hmm. I mean, that's all he is in Fire and Blood. He there's there's no lines. All you the important thing about him is that he has a lot of sex with Rhaenyra, then dies. Well, at least three sexes, and by that we mean assassinated by Viserys. Probably. Oh, interesting. And you guys are calling Viserys for that one. Yeah, oh yeah. I'm mm. a strong proponent that Viserys burns hair and hell. Proponent. Strong. <laughs> <laughs> strong proponent. Thank you. Thank the, you. This it's pun... true though, like it's I think Viserys makes the most sense in a nonsensical way because like I don't know, I think it's perfect that he like realizes that's what's tarnishing and sullying the perfect Valerian Targaryen relationship. Like that people are all of a sudden like that isn't Laner's kid. <laughs> and he's like, that's funny you say that. I should kill them so that no one can ever be in doubt. Starts ripping yeah, out Vane's I mean, tongue. Exactly. He starts ripping out the tongues of people that are saying it. So, like, why do you think Hall's any different? Lionel knows the truth. Ooh. And now I see that they've done a really great job of setting up that aspect of Harry's, right? Yes, they have. In the previous episode, he's someone who doesn't want to hear things. 
And is this something mm-hmm. that he does as he becomes more and more, um, he starts, you know, drinking more and more? Are they going to play the series that way? But knowing things less and less. He's going to, I think it's going to be interesting because explicitly what you're talking about is, so he told Rhaenyra, go find someone, marry for love. And then she's going to do that apparently with Harwin. And then he's going to completely go back on that after making her marry Lainor. So we're we're going to see a pretty huge shift in his opinion on what Le- uh, Rhaenyra needs to do in her life. Where like, this is like a good moment for him. It might be like the last good moment. He's about to become a real shithead to Rhaenyra when she completely goes back on everything he just told her. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's clearly coming right now. Yeah. Yeah. There was a lot of Robert Baratheon vibes. I think I tweeted that. It's like, oh, Viserys has evolved into Robert. Yeah. There's a lot of, I mean, you can see he, the person that they describe from the books, someone who keeps kind of trying to please everyone, mm-hmm. but most especially he's trying to please Rhaenyra. And that's understandable because he loves her and he's trying to please his BFF Otto, who's, mm-hmm. who should not be his best friend. Mm-mm. Get a different best friend. false friends. Yeah, um, that's his little finger. Don't no, never yeah. make friends with the little finger. No, no, nor the big one, or the middle finger. Any of the fingers, Auto. really. The fingers. Ignore are the place. fingers. I also Apparently, wonder. Uh, well, that's why he's getting rid of all his fingers. You know. <laughs> oh! oh my god! Yeah, we didn't even talk about. A. Yeah, totally lost his fingers. fingers that was ghastly as hell. It looked mm. great, and it's like for real, for real. It's from the story. But also, as Eliana kind of mentioned in passing, um, he just like touched poop with his fingers <laughs> and then that? put his glove right back on. Like you don't just like oh, moisturize fresh. it and let it this fester. Poo. Yeah, right. Is he like using it? Yeah, is he moisturizing, keeping it in there, using it to like what? My fingers are a little ashy. I don't he know. Held it up to <laughs> his stumps, face. I guess. Like, you don't like, put that in your eyes. Poops and then put it on like. And I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah, that wasn't this a good idea. Your fingers are falling. Exceptionalism, Eliana Targaryen. Exceptional. He's falling apart like Vagar. Um, actually, that <sighs> that brings up something I was disappointed to not see because that's one of the the good character moments for Rhaenyra showing that she cares about Viserys is that she tells uh, Melos to get the hell out of here and brings in Gerardis in order to actually fix his hand because she's tired of all the people like leeching off of him and doing bad job. And she's like stepping and being like, no, I'm the next one up. I'm taking care of my father. I guess I get why they didn't put that here because she doesn't really become the princess of Dragonstone and she doesn't have a personal mm-hmm. maester and they would have had That's jump ahead a lot, but it would have been, um, it would have been an, a really good thing to see, I guess. Also, yeah. to see Melos get slapped around because he's totally terrible at his job. I think it could still come for you. I don't think you should be more fingers cut off. Soon, yes. That. Yeah, we've got several to go. Just ask Davos; he gets it. Mm. I also wonder what's going to happen. So, uh, obviously, Viserys said, "Go, go find your true love. Find your Prince Charming." What's he going to do when she comes back and says, "Kristen"? You can't marry him because he's a Kingsguard. And also because But Dad, I love him. Well, you can't do it. But Dad just like you can't your uncle. (laughs) She's just gonna keep pointing at Allison. That was my favorite part about this episode actually, when he was like, Listen, if I had just 
banned her from speaking to the Lannister man, this would all be fine. Mm. Funny, because guess what he does soon in the plot? Guess who he bans her from speaking to or being near at some point? Guess who he bans from being anywhere near her? It's her uncle. Who comes back with his short hair and his crown. Do not be anywhere near Damon. I will be as close to him as I can possibly be. Don't even touch the sexy man. I mean, <laughs> my God. I don't know what I've become. I think you know, the coin is still flipping in the air, you guys. I feel it's like, are we going to get a plot where Rhaenyra is, every time that Viserys points at a guy and says, no bad, is Rhaenyra literally just going to run to him and seduce him? Is that what we're going to get in the next few episodes? Is that, not, is that not what adolescence is about? <laughs> it is. You're actually, actually, it on actually your dance I card. still kind of like that. Throw I, it on was, your Dance of the well, Dragons I card. Card, I was like, the more someone tries to get me to do so, what was it? Oh, like, anything. like anything and the more i'm like probably I don't do it no. yeah you're a very opposite baby you're like i have to be told the other thing i'm like i don't want to do it because someone wants me to do it so i feel like yeah that's this could be rhaenyra's plot for the next few episodes just like no. i will make tell me the bad decision so i can make it harwin no. is going to be the ultimate bad decision he is the bad decision <laughs> Or a good decision. I don't know. At least one of them gives the realm heirs. It is. I mean, she took that yeah. duty seriously. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Right? Like, is that. She's going to take that duty. Is that something? Yeah. They'll be like, you need heirs, right? Like, well, I, I gave you heirs. What's the problem, Dad? Yeah. Duty. Yeah. <laughs> they're not Lanorth. Yeah, but they're mine. I mean, if she makes uh, that will be a good point when it comes up. It's like, yeah, well, I mean, it's not like they're not Targaryens. Dick. Oh, absolutely. Or is the duty the thing that uh, the duty, the duty, the duty is what he duty, touched with his yeah, bare hands. What series holds? Oh my uh, god. Okay. Is we've reverted to the poop. At, looks at it straight on. Turns um, out we're just talking about the poop. So, you, so this is going. Was Jason Lannister bragging about his dick size when he gave Viserys the spear? Was that? I think he was obviously showing the truth about his dick size when he gave Viserys the spear. He's like, it is exactly this long. Here, sire. I think. Let me show you my dick. He was showing that it is exactly not that long. <laughs> A because of physics. B, <laughs> despite physics. And the way that bodies are, and the fact that you can't possibly have a seven foot dong because if Excuse you, could, you I would have it. Okay, <laughs> I just want to like if you could have that, I would have that by now. Like I would just wrap around the leg. But that said, he just seemed to be overcompensating. Yeah, a little bit from oh, the Cannon just said it at the same time. There you go, overcompensating. Yeah, yep. I'm just saying. Like first of all, it's just not physically possible. But yeah, it was um. I do love that he at least was like, oh yeah, this guy does suck. She was right. Fuck this guy. Yeah, and then he chews him out. Well, he takes he takes everything out on him, right? Yeah. Which, yeah, uh, makes him look like a fool, which he is. Mm -hmm. So that works out. Yeah. But I'm like, so he told this man, right, that uh, I have no intentions of changing Rhaenyra as my heir. But like... But that man was like, that's funny because we all thought you he did. He should have told all of the men at once all of them at once <laughs> gather everyone, around shitheads around everyone <laughs> who was sent a letter right trying to move Rhaenyra this is what's up and then they would probably actually try even harder 
now that I think about it. That would actually have been probably worse off for her in just on, ruin a, per- it on a personal level, but is, not from a political level. Is that not the true Love Island? Maybe no, the true like Love the Island. Oh, it is. The Bachelor- I've not watched The Bachelor or The Bachelorette yet. I kind of thought that's I where think- that tournament was, that whole thing was going. I was like, so when are they going to do the thing where they're all going to fight for Rhaenyra's hand or something like that? It's like, oh, I guess not this episode. Maybe a next future episode. one. Next episode, I think. I think next episode's it. I think by the end of the episode, she'll be commanded to marry Laner one way or another. And she's going to yell and say, no, I love Kristen. And then he's going to say, you can't have Kristen. And then she's going to swerve and fuck da- a Harwin instead. Or well, also well- Damon. Does Kristen even like feel that way, right? Like it's interesting the dynamic that they had this episode. It's he's Crispin, they're getting closer, yeah. they're talking about things, but also it's to an extent he's like, This is making my life and my job very difficult. <laughs> um he does do a great job of comforting her, right? But mm. interestingly, he does not bring up Dorn. Right, like, because I think we we had discussed um, Nymeria. We had hoped that that would go because right? oh Nymeria yeah, good call. The beginning, yeah, and he doesn't discuss Dorne yeah. still. She's like, "Do you Ooh. think the people will ever accept me as their queen?" And he said, "They'll have no choice but to." And I'm like, "Ah, uh, Kristen, I don't know about that one. They do have a choice. Does he not? In fact, you make that like choice necessarily. Yeah. Does he, is is he against her because he says they won't have a choice?" And it, mm. does he feel like he has been suddenly bound and forced into this position as a king's guard? And I'm like, why did you throw your hat into the ring? Bowed, and bent, he, broken. Well, kind of, because like you have this like um pattern on his armor that resembles to an extent the pattern um the stitching that was on mm-hmm. uh Allison's dresses the first and the second episode, this sort of like bandage bound sort mm-hmm. of look, and it kind of makes you feel like Cage. they're being caged, yeah, bound. His heart's uh, in a cage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was also like, there's also just the 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 Jamie Cersei of it all in some aspects, right? Like, mm-hmm. obviously yeah. they're not related, but she straight up like condemns him. Yeah. To and, the King's Guard in a way. And as Curtis Franks points out, and and we discussed earlier, you know, there was Nymeria, but he doesn't bring it up. He doesn't say the people can learn to accept you as a queen, right? We do. Uh, my mother is from Dorne. And- there was a chance. So, but like, m- maybe there's a reason for that not being maybe we'll up. find out yeah, yeah. Mm. maybe we'll find out in the future yeah, we'll we see. still have this is only we have seven episodes yeah seven episodes to go every week every week i'm like i can't believe i need to wait another week i can't wait to hear I think the, what the, you talk about next week the series can stop right now because they just gave me everything i wanted so like high uh, high note just going I mean, out they all have to burn first all right fine You're they, they have to kill my favorites that's okay i wonder if he's they gonna they gave us what? Dogs. They did give us dogs. dogs. Pugs dogs. exist. No, many, many dogs. Anyway, sorry, go ahead. You were saying. Uh, I wonder if Crispin's going to call her like his Nymeria or something like that. Or if they're just going to straight up lift, lift some lines from Ari's Oakart and Ari and Martell. Like, that's they what really I would should. do. They really just should. I mean, they might. I think, listen, we've already seen them start to adapt a Feast for Crows. So we have seven more episodes for them to adapt a Feast for Crows. And I really think they're going to do it. I think they should because, like the 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 uh, show audience doesn't know those characters at all, so it would be yeah. an easy way to make to repurpose it. They already did, like the Emma scene was straight up ripped from um, Rogar Baratheon and Alyssa Valarian. Oh, uh, yeah. So there's no reason not to take that stuff and use it. I think it would be pretty 
good. That's honestly some of the better writing in a Feast for Crows is the Ari Sokart and the Aryan stuff, especially the like the overconfidence of Aryan and that she is trying to, she's trying to be the plotter, but her father is sheltering her and not actually teaching her. It's like it all it would all work nicely with what they're setting up already. I mean, you know, I was reading, I can't remember what I was reading. It was some like essay or some something where someone was like, we've been spending so much time about Rhaenyra as Cersei, Rhaenyra as Danny, yeah. that we're not mm. spending enough time as Rhaenyra as Arianne, yeah. right? And having her birthright stolen from her. Yeah. And like that does read true, especially with the Aries, as we've covered our stuff at Girls Gone Canon, like especially with Aries, that rings true. It really does. And Aries mm -hmm. thinks about Kristen Cole all the time as a character. Mm -hmm. especially during that, the uh the queen's when he the uh failed rebellion stuff that'll that'll come up um yeah. i also wanted to quickly talk about the very overt nature messaging that they were putting onto Rhaenyra in this episode where she starts off underneath the weirwood tree and then she just kind of rides off into the forest then gets attacked by a boar and then we see her finding the the heart at the end it really seems like they're um i've been talking about this for a while like since like um since like the first teasers or the second teaser or something like that where they showed the weirwood and i was like i think they're gonna have a lot of green seer presence that people aren't accounting for i was excited they already did the Aegon and the prophecy and the dragon dream stuff but this is the other half of it and in this episode they had her so intertwined with those things there was a sense of magic about it like that the forest was like almost accepting her as a character especially with showing her the heart where viserys couldn't and i don't know i'm, I'm curious where they're gonna go with this like obviously we know the isle of faces does come into it with adam valarian at some point but maybe yeah. the, maybe it's gonna come up a lot sooner than that that um the connection between dragon dreams and prophecy and the green seers and the weirwoods and all this stuff is going to not be aesthetic choices but plot relevant and when they're going to put that in i do think that we're going to see isle of faces like i really think mm. they're gonna if this goes on to the extent they're threatening for this to go on with the extent they're threatening for this to go on like they're gonna show us the isle of faces yeah. um if they're already peppering weirwoods in in random locales just for us to have. Mm -hmm. I think that the magic, uh, I mean, Game of Thrones was anti-magic. Pretty much. Like, like, how I mean, can we yeah. mainstream it, waterline it, like put it through so everyone can understand? How do we do that? But this is, they're going all out because they can and they should and they're gonna. And I really appreciate that. And the um, I think we're gonna see God's woods upon God's woods. I think we're gonna see, we might even see so follow Damon around. Damon yeah. feels like a faded mm. character he has a lot of interactions character. with the weirwoods yeah yeah, yeah. And exactly people i mean people wanted that right like low-key everyone not not just like that like i think people <laughs> the, the the general public people like the magical aspect they yeah. love they're like oh my god that's so cool that that happened like that that there is that thing and then also so they're doing that and they're they're digging into the character driven aspect of the story i'm I'm pleased. I'm pleased. I'm fed. Um, yeah. They also they also kind of touched on the fan theory. There's already people that think the boar that killed Robert was controlled by Bloodraven because it had one eye. Like that's already a fan theory. And then they have another boar at a hunt charge Rhaenyra. I I'm not saying that was a green seer that sent it, but for dedicated book fans, it's hard not to see that scene and not see it as 
them referencing the idea that they know this stuff is going on in the background and they're continuing to slowly raise the volume on it. Um, like, There's a lot of that. I think this show has so much of that so far of like, same themes, better who dis, raise the yeah. volume. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah. and it's not a petty thing. It's just like, they've been afforded that. They have the budget now-ish. They have the backers. They have people supporting it. They have the George $100 million dollars of <laughs> yeah. marketing mm. to spend yeah. on it. Um, it's good. It's, I mean, full, full stop. I watched Rings of Power episode one today, and it was good. I, I Famously... I, we don't do Lord of the Rings personally. It's just not for us to. Mm. We leave that smarter, better, stronger men. Than the guy us out of frame. Yeah, you know, like keep Harman's you guys there. Strong? We leave that to Harwin Strong. But like, it's just not. Harwin loves Lord of the Rings. I've started it recently. I'm not very far. I'm still in the prologue. And it's a long prologue. But the, the show was cool. I actually really liked it. I knew mm. nothing of what was happening in it. But I really like was like, okay, sick. Really good looking. Pretty. Uh, and watching it all fall together, I was like, House of the Dragon's more cohesive, man. I don't know. It feels home. It feels safer. Maybe if I loved, loved Lord of the Rings, it would be different, right? But House of the Dragon to me, I was like, oh, that's my home. I love this place. I never want to leave this show. I don't particularly cave. love Fire and Bullet as a book. Like, Heresy, I know. Like, of George's products in A Song of Ice and Fire universe, it's, like, not high up there. Well, okay. So my, my, my least... Favorite is World of Ice and Fire. Oh yeah, so, of course. I mean, for me, there's yeah, there's that's number one. There's 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 Aswaf, right? There's the five main books, Fire and Blood, and the World of Ice and Fire. For me, World of Ice and Fire is Duncan Egg. Oh, oh yeah, right, Duncan Egg. Um, all those all count. Those all count for me. Like I don't consider the Wit and Wisdom. No offense to anyone else who loves it, but I don't consider. Are there Wit and Wisdom of Tyrion Lannister fans? Oh, and I guess technically the Lands of Ice and Fire. <laughs> But anyways, um, yeah, I, uh, I, I like Fire and Blood, but I, th I find it, um, I've told Chloe this, I find it inconsistent. Mm. In wow. It's kind of on purpose. That's the way he wrote it. I've said, I've said this multiple times as well on our, on our. You have, but. you have unfortunately said it out loud publicly. Mm. But my point is, I I'm not a huge fan of Fire and Blood. It's good, like bordering on great at times. But I love House of the Dragon way more than I love Fire and Blood, especially the way that they're they're That's a strong declaration. That is interesting. So so like far, it is much better strong. to me. What do you like it more than had you gotten the prologue that you wanted? So uh, uh, Matt and I had discussed long long ago on okay. Mister Monthly, which adaptation oh yeah that's right wanted, uh hbo or like whatever to do when the spinoffs were announced do you feel like you like this enough uh you know compared to what you had originally wanted so what eliana's saying is that i had called for essentially the um the long night show that the blood moon which got canceled that was my pitch i had said i wanted that one and actually, the things that I wanted the most about that, they have integrated here. The, I, I was thinking that, yeah. The increase in magic, the use of prophecy, the 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 mixing of the real and the ethereal and all that kind of stuff, and like a more magical world. That was the real draw for me for that time frame, because it was going to be the Age of Heroes. This is when it was going to be the highest magic level you could, and you're going to have to see a lot of um, like legendary figures and where a lot of stories come from. And 
they're kind of doing that here. They're they're just they've they taken the parts I want from that, just putting into a different setting that yeah. I didn't expect. Yeah, yeah, I I agree. I agree. Um, also, we were all together when Fire and Blood came out. Yeah, we so to me, it's really personal that you two are sitting here saying it's not that <laughs> good. Like, we hate our, <laughs> our memories with you, Chloe. If I only... know, I really am taking it personally. I'm like, were we not all drunk off of Johnny messy, Walker, Fire night. and Ice fucking rum? Were me and Emmett, and, me and Jeff and Emmett arguing about Aegon Third drunk on stream? <laughs> I don't even, I don't know what was discussed that night. Aegon Third. I don't want to it was Aegon the third me and jeff were like the only ones that skipped to the end of the book immediately and we're like trying to figure out the mysteries and you guys were like we just want to drink we did we did want to drink the power the the waning power of the targaryen women dragons and stuff but which um, you got the book and none of us did so oh i, I missed the super chat thank you bernie for the five dollars dragon dreams yes. no more oh, love you guys burn it down girl that's she, our girl she yeah, is girl. hyped as hell about this show she is constantly talking about I know, it i've seen her in, i've seen her in a lot of a couple of the chats you know mm. talking about it um not not just here i mean across it's, um also i mean yeah. also that they literally this was gift wrapped to me personally episode three of house of the dragon so like if they if they were trying to get me on board they did it i was already very very happy with the first two but this was like everything mm -hmm. <laughs> They're like this is for Matt. It's got they were not fluffy dogs, but they were dogs. There were so many doggos. What so that gives me a great idea. What for next episode to kind of bring us the end of like bring it home. Yeah. What do you need in the next episode? What is your thing, Doctor Magician? I need to what see if, I need to see Harwin and Laris as people. Right okay. now, right now they are the right now they have just been introduced Honestly. as their book descriptions. I want to see more of them i want to see and especially how they interact with lionel i want to see, like i i've thought for a while that the relationship between laris and harwin is that laris is jealous of harwin getting rhaenyra like the the oh, kind of creepy really? guy from afar that he never gets they anything access. yeah they're like why why can't i be offered for rhaenyra and it's gonna be like well you have a club foot and you're creepy and weird well that could be something that could make him hate his father and his brother i want to see like is that what's going to happen Oh, you think he burned Hall, don't you? I am curious. He did benefit oh. quite a bit. Oh, you believe that Larry Strong burned Hall? Interesting. Interesting. We are at nods. You are not. I'm not. I am not. A, I am the. Actually, I do not think that he did it because he didn't do anything with Hall. He never claimed it. Um, like he based smart. Well, I guess, Ish, yeah. but Ish. he didn't, he didn't take the incomes. He left it to Simon Strong. Mm -hmm. If he did it, it was just a hit on his brothers, on his brother and his dad. Whereas a lot more people have much better reasons, but he is also the master of whispers and a torturer. So like, I don't think you could rule it out. Okay. Okay. I feel like he's, uh, you know, you, you get a lot of various vibes from him in the, in the mm -hmm. book, right? In Fire and Blood. But um, I'm kind of wondering if we're going to get book five Tyrion. Mm, that's a great thought it's very larry's yeah oh very, i never thought of that things the show never gave us uh book five Tyrion, right like and it's not like it, and it, it and it's kind of stemming off of what you were saying right i don't know if he's like interested in rhaenyra or the idea of being offered but is he be, being treated right like the show keeps talking about that not the show, the story in general, right? And Second Sons, yeah. Discussed in depth, not Second Sons, 
Bastards Corp. Yeah, Corp exactly. Things, that but, too. But also Second Sons as well, right? And how um, Tyrion feels that uh, being a dwarf is the same as being a bastard in his father's eyes. And um, it's the same, right? It's a physical and visible uh, deformity, disability, mm-hmm. and do, does his father treat him the way that Tywin does? Even though uh, so far I've been heaping a lot of praise, I guess, on, mm-hmm. on Lionel Strong. Um, but... Yeah. Also, somebody in the chat asking, isn't Lair Strong the father of Alice? No, it's hinted Lionel is, but it's also, it's unclear. She's like timeless. Uh, They're talking about Alice Rivers a lot in the chat while we're talking about this. So no, Laris is not Alice's father. Might be her half-brother or half-sister. Nobody's really sure about Alice. This is one of the reasons that people think that like a Mel, she could be like Melisandre or she could be kind of this out of nowhere character because she does she's an enigma of course that all could also be because she's a woman in history of westeros which does not pay attention to them especially when she's a bastard so like nobody nobody knows where she came from that's sort of the fog of war about her but that won't be for this up this season most likely probably season two yeah yeah we gotta we gotta shuffle through a few characters first Mm. so what is your gotta have next up so what will sell you to get you to the midpoint of season one eliana oh i don't know i'm already sold i was sold the moment <laughs> <show. laughs> I mean, this is the one that I, I she's a slut for drama i mean i also was like this is the one i wanted so i've got everything um and 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 they're doing great they're doing yeah uh, i think a wonderful job i'm already sold i'm like i can't believe i have to wait another week i think we gotta end with the the laner wedding right that's kind of what i'm with the season yeah or next week oh next week like i think we got no not the season we have have to get through 28 years yeah okay we Um, have a lot of time to get through but no next week i think they got to get to the laner wedding because matt smith's gonna show up with his short hairdo um Mm. oh yeah i don't know i I, yeah i think that's got to be next week because we have a lot to get through i i think that's the hardest part the biggest challenge for this show is like how much we have to digest every week there's so much time skip this what do two we years think time skip, yeah. you know like that was a lot next, weeks. next week is gonna have one too let's be real i feel like it's gonna happen like every episode i think so i'm curious how other Smart. how people how people who don't know the chronology already as well right mm-hmm. who did not consume fire and blood how they feel about the time skips it's like weird and confusing I don't even know what year we're in. It's like very unclear how close we are Um, to the 129, right? Mm, So 101 was the council. 105 is the marriage for her and Laner, I want to say, right? I want to say it's 105 to 111, somewhere in that range of time. But they changed all the ages, so I don't even know how close we are. Well, they changed everything, though. Like, I mean, so I'm thinking 105 to 111, somewhere in this range is what we're covering now. Um, I don't know. I think we're going to be like 110 next episode. Did they show Emma as pregnant? I think they showed Emma as pregnant, right? Yeah, she was pregnant at the Great Council. So she's going to be 29. So she's 17 now, 12 years left to go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Actually, good thought, Eliana. I, yeah. Well, I mean, she was pregnant a lot of times, but I assume that was with Rhaenyra. Yeah, it was explicitly that was Rhaenyra. Rhaenyra. Yeah. Yeah. 
114 is when Rhaenyra grants Harwin her favor at her wedding tourney. So I'm oh, guessing right. we're 111, 112 right now. Maybe. Well, and no, then no, not if or 113. It has to be much later because 101 is the council. And that's her pregnant. So she would have been 14 when we started. So it's 115. So it's probably going to be 117 to 120 when she marries later. Yeah. Mm. And none of this matters, though. This is literally <laughs> like fake. Look, that's the thing that I can't stand about this show right now is so many people are like worried about, well, what year is it? And how old is this person? It, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I was just curious. It literally doesn't matter the ages. Like, just forget the ages. They don't matter. Just enjoy the characters, I think, is my biggest like thing I've taken away. From this, you know, they're they are making shit up just like George R. R. Martin does. Everyone makes shit up, it's all fun. Chloe, did you answer your own question about what's your make or breaks for the next episode? Make or break bones for the next episode, yeah, that's what's up. Uh, talk about growing strong. Um, wow, Ian Trone just said the best thing if only there was a time lord to sort out the (laughs) timelines. God, Damon Targaryen, come back to King's Landing. Yeah, we are not looking at a timeline. This is all coming from our heads, right? Now. Yeah, yeah this we is are thinking about it here. Fire and blood. This is all all I do head. is think about Targaryen timelines in my old, my very little free time. I guess I just want to see the opulence continue on. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, until until we get a big death in this series that I think is to come, based on the books that this show has adapted. You know, uh, until that huge death happens. I just think it has to go all out, right? Like, it has to get real strong. Ha- uh, uh, I didn't even mean it this time. I just think it has to keep going strong to, like, up until when all hell breaks loose. Because the second that big death happens, it all changes. Every single relationship changes, right? So that is, uh, that's what I'm looking forward to. I feel like we're, we're going to hit a big rainy episode next one. Yes. yes. She didn't have any time today. No. But she's she's clearly the, um, I, I'm not even sure if she's a surrogate mom, but she is like the teacher figure for Rhaenyra at this point. She's the one dropping the good lessons on her. The unheard good lessons. Yes. The, yeah. Teenagers. Again. I feel I, like we'll see more I, from that. I almost wonder if the, if next episode is more of the leading up, like the courting, right? Of all oh. The different suitors, and then the well, definitely the tournament. Episode five. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's a big I, tournament scene coming. There's that big yeah. dance scene that was in all the trailers, right? Oh, yeah, like, when they're walking like, down. Yeah. yeah it's literally and they're doing the, the dragon flying dance. Yeah. I think it might have to be if if they're doing all the stuff with Bobble next episode. Five. It has to be five. Wedding is five. The next episode is here's all the suitors. Here's but all they the age up. Well, no, that makes sense because she could be pregnant in five and then the big age up happens what episode six so then you can get all the kids aged up i don't know it's an idea also tells you when they're gonna do the uh fire and heron hall scene because we've seen harwin interacting with emma darcy darcy so he's that's not gonna happen for i've heard from people who have seen the screeners for the they sent out six episodes i think like yeah they don't make the age they don't make the actor swap until like six i think six yeah, I, I think I heard it wasn't even until like they didn't see the or it might be six. seven. It might be no, kind of late. Six. six or seven. It's six. It's confirmed six. Okay, so I won't go into more detail. So that means we're gonna have a lot of Harwin. Harwin's sticking around for a while. He's not instantly gonna get burned. Oh, he's sticking somewhere. 
I think that's a good note to end on tonight. <laughs> and that is it. Thank you for having us. I can't wait to talk about Harwin Strong having sex with someone again with you, Joe Magician. I would love to, Chloe. Anytime, oh anywhere. God, weird. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? Anytime, Chloe. Any time. <laughs> you wouldn't understand, Eliana. You only have one theory about how strong. And it was proven correct. And that's all I need. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, t- it turns out I have two. Apparently, apparently, the this series one, I guess, is is definitely a theory who lights that fire i made a new one about uh oh no is are they gonna play larry's as a Tyrion book five Tyrion? that is a good one i never would have thought of it that way i like that your mind works in such great ways eliana in such such. it works in a way sometimes it does does. yeah no yeah it is a (laughs) We stayed longer no. than we thought we were going to. <laughs> I We did not have a time frame. I said at the start of the stream, talk until we don't want to anymore. It's called Let's Get Loose About Hot D. That's that's it. The innuendos are flying just all Thanks over the place. Thanks for inviting us. Thank you guys for coming. About a hot D. Yeah. It was this was really the best. Fun. Thank you for letting me bring Chloe. I was like, it'd be weird if I didn't because I'm at her place. <laughs> That'd be funny if you started the stream and just like shove Chloe out of the way. No, you're not allowed on like you did to Emmett. <laughs> Who's crying in the in the side? No, he was not, here. He, he had alcohol. That's yeah, he got okay. a bagel. He got alcohol. He's living the dream. He watched something on his uh, Criterion collection. Got drunk. It was great. Yeah, living the dream. Living the dream. Husbands have fun in this household. They're lucky. <laughs> uh, <laughs> thanks for having us. You I want, really appreciate it. Tell people where to find you again because we said that a long time ago. Yeah, if you weren't here at the start of the stream and you want to know where to check out Girls Gone Canon, we cover a Song of Ice and Fire point of view character by point of view character every week. We just started Brand Stark. We're having a blast with Brand so far. It's a good stark contrast to the Targaryen show, to the Dragon show. Uh, find us on Apple, Spotify, Google Play, all of the big platforms, all the small platforms were there. And Check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash girlsgonecanon. We're doing every Friday a discussion for Hot D for the episode to come and the episode that just was. It's hosted by our good friend and patron, Maddie. It's 2 p.m. ET for Thunder Tier patrons and above. Uh, lifetime Discord access to our Thunder Tier patrons. It's a blast on our Discord. It is kind of a riot. It's a little messy. I love it. Oh, we're getting fired. How exciting. Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> It, um, it is a pretty good uh, Discord and all that stuff. I enjoy lurking it. People are always like, oh, Matt, what are you doing here? I'm like, it's a fun uh, Discord. <laughs> we're having we're having a fun time. We are. We are. Yeah. And I, every now and then, you know, we cover other things. But for now, we're going to hold off on those. We just wrapped up our His Dark Materials coverage of those books, right? We finished the main, the main the original trilogy, right? The and, the OT3. Yeah, and I mean, I think we're anticipating that the His Dark Materials final season will be airing later this year. November, yeah, and we'll cover that once this wraps up for Hot D. Mm-hmm. Once our Hot D is sheathed, we will cover the His Dark Materials TV show, and uh, we'll see what 2023 holds for us after that. Notably yeah. less Hot D in His Dark Materials. Oh, A dramatically less, less amount of Hot D. <sighs> You're so right. Yeah, right? Like, I'm hearing that we might not even get, what, the next season, maybe, until 2024? Yeah. yeah. Might be a little bit of a wait, like a succession. A succession wait. It's gonna be a while. 
But what is the next Succession? Next year, hopefully. Oh don't God. talk about it, Eliana. Oh, my God. If you <laughs> Sorry, haven't watched Succession, almost, you need to watch it. it. I almost jinxed it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, thank you again, Dr. Magician. Dr. Thank- Professor. PhD. Yeah. Thank you. Magical man. Joe Magician. Thank you. Oh my God. <laughs> Thank you guys for coming on my night of Jubilee you. and celebration and all the good things. I could not have picked a more perfect episode because they literally didn't. We just picked it a week and it happened to be the perfect one. It's like the gods chose it for us that you would be on the, per- the my favorite episode so far. It works so good. I mean, um, you chose it. What if? What if it might end up? Well, kind of. Not really. He he was like, "Do you want to do one or two? I was like, "No, we're tired. <laughs> we're tired." I'm sorry. Um. Yeah, I mean, what if this ends up being your least favorite episode at the end of the season? Oh, uh, that's God. the biggest hope you. Impossible. Can have. It's already it's number one out of three right now, so it can't happen. Mm, I mean, that true. just means that it's going to get better. <sighs> it's only going to get better. We're going to see. That's what, that, that's what I've heard. That's what I've heard. Me too. That like we've heard the same thing. Like yeah. Rhaenyra's gonna be reading underneath the tree, and all of a sudden, um, Bran's gonna appear in the face and say, "Hello, Rhaenyra," and I'll just be like, <gasps> and then every story. and then everyone will cancel their HBO Max thing <laughs> and say, "No, not Isaac Hampstead, oh, right? God. He can't be in this." <laughs> but Twitter is gonna be so good that night. <laughs> I am gonna shit post like crazy. It's gonna be great. Um, but does anyone shit post better than the series? And who had a better mm. shit post than Brian the Broken? Oh, okay. Damon. Damon had a better right. shit post. You're so true, bestie. So true. Uh, thank you. Good night, everyone. Good night, everyone. Also, also, sign up to my Patreon <laughs> stuff, too. Yeah, <laughs> sign up for... Sorry, 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 yeah, I, before you guys play yourselves off. Also, yes, I have Patreon as well. Um, I have a Slack, which is similar to Discord, but for... Um, more business people i guess that's what slack is used for these days <laughs> sure is it's it's basically the same thing i've thought about making a discord i don't know if i'm going to but yeah same really fun people have a lot of good stuff uh five dollar level gets you access to that also the dying of the light stuff we talked about earlier with eliana actually no that one is free but you should do it anyway for the rest of the stuff um <laughs> uh we'll be doing more videos during this week uh i don't know what about yet i'm guessing prophecy and dragon dreams and also how strong because why not stay on brand when that's all this episode was um should be one coming out tomorrow actually i have the next two days off so maybe i'll make two because i'm crazy like that mm-hmm. um i also have same time next week episode four have a another special guest coming on the manuclear bomb himself because i i have apparently i have locked up apparently all of girls gone cannon and not a cast for coverage this season not a cannon oh my god why did you did you hit up chloe for a different episode no no i was like are we coming back no don't (laughs) worry i wouldn't do this (laughs) we didn't want to tell you eliana but Sorry. I'm pretty mad if you didn't tell me. I would never <laughs> not tell you. That's a betrayal, a deep betrayal. It's some Viserys and Rhaenyra yeah. betrayal. That's true. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, look out for Who's that. Joe Magician? Oh my god. <laughs> There's only one Joe Magician. It's just me. There are no men like Joe Magician. Only Joe Magician. Yes. <laughs> There's only one person screaming wearing a Hawaiian shirt tonight talking about dragon dreams. And that is That's this guy. True. It's you. That is the core competency of this channel. Also calling Pycelle a shit weasel, which apparently a lot of people enjoyed my video. So, yep. Um, 
check out all the videos. If this is your first time here, like and subscribe and do all the things. Lots of hot yeah, D right comment. Below. Yeah, right here. Like, right there. Wait, where are we? No, it's gonna be over. It's gonna be Hello. underneath Chloe. It's gonna be underneath Chloe. Hit the buttons. Chloe, no. Hit it. A little bit more. Uh, there you go. Perfect. Little... She just subscribed. Um, <laughs> like, and, subscribe. Like, subscribe. And yeah, maybe I'll even do a review. I haven't done one yet. I actually haven't reviewed Hot D yet. I've just made videos about weird topics. What is this? I know, <laughs> right? That's, that's kind of what I thought. I was like, what well, I'm... What are we to you? It's a fun review. But, you know, everyone does their serious ones. Where I have to, I have to write it out. I, I think these are more fun. Because the rapid ones, I think, are... Fun. Well, good night, Joe Magician <laughs> stream. This is our only rapid one, probably. This is it. It is hard to do, especially do, when you don't have the episode ahead of time. We're doing non-rapid. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Anyway, um, thank you guys for everybody for coming tonight. Um, I will see you soon and have a good night. Goodbye.